34 of the Spook House coming in hot. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And we got a slobber knocker today, don't we, Jason? <laughs> My God. Good God, it's a slobber knocker. Look it's, at all those Elm Street kids. It's Freddy versus Jason. Placing your bets now. Oh, yeah. Remember that awesome trailer? Freddy versus Jason. Place your bets. I remember seeing that trailer in front of one of the Matrix movies. I, guess it was, I don't okay. know if it was the second one or the third one. I remember I saw it with my dad, and I was like, yes, I am so excited for this movie. Oh, I think it goes without saying that, yeah, everybody was excited for this. Well, oh, yeah. Well, that would have been somewhere in 2003. This came out August 13th, 2003. Yes. I remember everybody was talking about it at school the next day. That's next right. Monday. Budget of $25 million, made 116. This was a big movie. Yeah. You and I went to see this movie together. We did. We told this story once on a past episode. Past episode a long time ago. But yeah, me and Jason saw this together. And when it ended, keep in mind we're 16. So If that, I don't know if we're 16 uh, yet. We're well, close we're, to it. Yeah, 15 or 16. 15, actually. Yeah, because we got to get your dad to pick us up. That's right. So, <laughs> you know, after the movie was over, we were like, man, that's fucking awesome. Let's go see it again. Because <laughs> what fucking losers Exactly. We so I had the idea, hey, I'm not paying for the movie twice in a row. So when you go to give the guy your ticket, just put your thumb over the time of the movie. Exactly. He'll, see, he'll see like 8.13.03. Mm-hmm. And it was the exact same theater too. So it, wasn't, it would say Auditorium 6 or whatever. Yeah. So I got through. I was like, yes, we're in. And then I got about 15 feet down the little hallway there, and I hear, excuse me, sir. I'm like, fuck. I turn yeah, around, he, and Jason's like, man, we're busted. <laughs> he took he took the ticket, right? because I guess I had done the exact same thing you did. He took yeah. the ticket, because it was a cop. He took the ticket right out of my hand. He was like, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, so we were escorted off the premises. Yeah, we couldn't even be in the parking lot. Yeah, I was like, well, I'll just wait here in the parking lot and call my dad somehow to pick us up. And they're like, no, you can't. You got to walk across the street. We had to go to the Walmart. Yeah. So we almost <laughs> <laughs> we almost got arrested for this shitty movie. Oh, yeah. It was... Well, I don't know. Is it fair to call this movie shitty? It's it's not a good movie. To a 15-year-old, oh, this was like, oh, my God. And this was who it was catering to when you watched the movie. Oh, yeah. And this had like a height of like WWF fame, you know? Yeah. This movie does not give the audience any credit whatsoever. <laughs> You're like, hey, dumb fucking audience. You want a plot? We're going to make this... It's kind of a simple plot. 
and they repeat that premise. Like, oh yeah, at least ten times. <laughs> so it we're is. gonna break it all down though. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, our last uh, last episode of WTF month. Oh yeah, how you feeling? Are you glad it's over? Oh, I'm I glad. sure am. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I'm on to it because next week, next month's gonna be a little bit more fun than this. I feel like. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, we got some good ones lined up. Yeah, we do. But I don't hate this movie. I don't either. I watched it and I was like, for what it is. Yeah, it's, it's total fun. schlock. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, it is it it comes off as fan service, which is fine at some point. Sometimes it's like, okay, Jesus, we get it. Yeah. Well, we're gonna break it down in all its glory, Jason. Yes. But before we do that, have you watched anything good lately? This I watched, past week. I watched two movies this week. What'd you watch? So I was Scrolling through the Amazon Prime the other day. The Amazon Prime. Yes. And Gags the Clown is streaming on Amazon Prime now. Do you remember that movie? Uh, that was supposed to be that the one that set off the clown apocalypse a couple years back. Oh yeah. How is it? It's not that great. Really? Yeah, I was like I was like, well screw it. If it's good, I'll talk about it on the podcast. If it's bad, I'll talk about it on the podcast. Here we are. And exactly. <laughs> it's it's not bad. It does have some genuinely creepy moments, but it doesn't like we're coming from a movie that literally explains fucking everything. Uh-huh. So this one is like nothing's explained at all. Uh. And it's like I need something. Just a little little bit here of why this mm-hmm. clown is here. Not it doesn't have to be super convoluted or deep, but just other than he's just appearing in random places for no reason at all. Freddy should have popped up throughout the movie and explained the plot to you. Yeah, right at the camera. <laughs> Not strong enough yet, <laughs> but I will be once Jason kills more people. And they think and it's I'm, me. Yeah, so carry on with the movie, audience. Oh, yeah. And this took me 10 years to come <laughs> up with. Oh, God. Wait, let's hold off. Yeah, so, Gags yeah. the Clown. It's not a, great? It's not that great. I, I can. S- it had some genuinely creepy moments here and there, but overall, I was like, meh. Yeah, I saw that... Um. Wrinkles the Clown? I that saw that. Looks, yeah. I saw that documentary was on Hulu, I think, or Really? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. And okay. I'm like, I might watch it. I don't know. Yeah. I might. I didn't know it was on Hulu. So I'll probably at that point at this point I was like, well maybe I should since I've seen gags, maybe I should also see Wrinkles. Yeah, they're and good compare the two. Header. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a double feature of gags and wrinkles. Yeah. Wash it down with some killer clowns from outer space. A good one. Some would say the best one. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Still no news on that sequel. Ah, Get it together, Kyoto's brothers. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> yeah, really. Somebody out there. So, anything else, Jason? So, I watched this movie. It was kind of a lost movie. It's called Tammy and the T-Rex. I have heard of this. Okay, yeah. so it was released back in the 90s on VHS as like a PG-13 kind of a family teen comedy thing. Right. Now, it was shot to be a hard R-rated gore fest. Isn't um somebody famous? Oh, there's a couple famous. Denise Richards and Paul Walker in it. Paul Walker. Yeah. R.I.P. So, exactly. And so it's about Paul Walker gets killed by these bullies, okay, who are Denise Richards' ex-boyfriend. And then okay. these doctors come in and they implant Paul Walker's brain into a... They implant Paul Walker's brain? They... Or, Whatever you do. I'm not a doctor. I got you. They take his brain out of his dead body. <laughs> okay. And they put his brain into a robotic Tyrannosaurus Rex. Too soon. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the whole thing is him like getting revenge on the people that killed him. And I'm like, how did this movie get cut down to a PG-13? Because there are so many like violent deaths in this movie. 
Directed by the guy who made Mac and Me. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It is, and I and they and uh, Vinegar Syndrome found like a I guess a negative of it, and they restored all of the the gore and violence in the movie. Okay. And from that standpoint, it was like it was an interesting watch, knowing that this movie has been out there forever, and this is what it was supposed to be, and it, it was a, a family friendly teen kind of thing. Hmm. Quick question: What is Vinegar Syndrome? Oh, they do a lot of uh like cult movies and R-rated movies that were kind of they release Jack Frost. They go back and release kind of like movies that haven't been released on DVD. I they'll gotcha. go back and they'll find them and they'll restore them to a... Okay, I'm pretty sure the Alamo did a screening of Tammy and the T-Rex. They did. Uh, a couple recently. months ago they did, or like a month or two ago. Yeah. It was the Vinegar Syndrome edit. When are we going to go back to the Alamo? It's been a while. I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. I thought, we haven't been to... God, you don't take me anywhere, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I cook. I edit these episodes. <laughs> I make dank memes. <laughs> and you don't even take me to the movies anymore. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, have you been to Terror Tuesdays? Has there been really interesting Terror Tuesdays that we've been I haven't been checking. I know they showed My Bloody Valentine this last past week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go to it. We'll go to it. They're doing Tommy Boy movie party. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I might have to go to that. Might have to go to that one as well. Tommy Likey. (laughs) All right. So, that's really all you watch. Uh, Don't say no to your feelings. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty much all that I watched this week. Cool. Yeah. Can we just break down Tommy Boy instead? Patreon exclusive episode. Dude, I'd be so down to do that. I love that movie so freaking much. Hey, oh, yeah. Sign up to the Patreon. Yeah. Check out the bonus content. We got lots of episodes up there. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> We're going to knock out some more for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I've been pretty busy, but I finally watched. I thought I'd seen this movie before, but it turns out I haven't. I saw Cabin in the Woods. Love it. For the first time, I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't, uh, didn't knock my socks off, but it was good. Yeah, I really enjoy it. But. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a solid watch. I know some people absolutely hate it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have heard some people say that. I don't hate it by any means. I, yeah. I just, I was like, eh, it was good. Also, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun. I usually watch around Halloween. It's kind of a good Halloween watch. Yeah, I might give it a a rewatch at some point. Yeah, it was good. I like when everything kind of went batshit crazy and all yeah. the monsters broke out and it was original. Yeah. It was a fun watch. It didn't take itself too serious. It's a good time. Chris Hemsworth. A lot of practical effect- effects in it too. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah, true. Which uh, this movie needed a lot more practical effects than Freddy vs. Jason. Oh God, there was some rough CGI in this. Yeah. This movie is so 2003, it hurts. Right <laughs> yeah. down to the trailer. We watched yeah. the trailer like before, you know. We started like, recording, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, wait, they don't say place your bets. No, they don't say it at all in the movie. In the trailer, they do. Does. Yes. In the movie, they do not. And apparently, Quentin Tarantino came up to Monica Kena. Uh-huh. I was just like, where's the place your bets line? That's why I came to the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monica Kena. Get it together. I know you're in project editing. Yeah, we know you're an amazing actress, but get it together. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, Dawson's Creek fame. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And Night of the Demons remake. <clears throat> she hasn't made a movie in like five years. Really? Yeah, according to her IMDb. She's done like some TV stuff. But yeah, hmm. yeah I don't know. We'll kind of discuss her a bit more. Yeah. But yeah, Cabin in the Woods. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I see why some people love it, and I... Don't get why people hate it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, 
they felt lied to because I mean it was really a hard to promote kind of thing because you can't cause, yeah. you know it really changes halfway through it. Yeah, but when it was like a movie movie and it was presented as such, it was a uh, a good horror movie. Yeah, you know if you had just taken that and taking out the uh, the twist of the movie, uh-huh. you could have had a decent horror movie. Yeah. Oh, you did. So did you not like the twist? I was fine with it. Okay. I mean, I thought it was original, fun. I liked the, what's the guy from Billy Madison? Oh, um, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, he's on West Wing, too. And he's, in, he's yeah. the, the dad in uh, uh, Get Out. That's the dad? That's the dad in Get Out. What? Yeah. Whoa. I would have voted for Obama a third time. My mind is just <laughs> kind of blown. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> yeah, they're all weird looking. <laughs> yeah, what was his name in Billy Madison? Uh, uh, Carl? I want a little thing right here. I'm not a big Billy Madison fan. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, it totally doesn't hold up that great. Well, even when I was supposed to like it as a high school, I never was a big really? fan of it. Like, Happy Gilmore is There's the funny shit. moments in I it. I mean, yeah, but overall. Chris Farley on the school bus? Come well, on. Chris Farley is always going to be fantastic in anything. Sure. Even in dirty work. Oh, you bit my nose off. It's all Beverly Hills Ninja, though, right? We don't talk about Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> Let's remember the good times. Let's remember the good times when he's not coked out of his mind trying to do a PG movie. Oh, we miss you, Chris Farley. God, yeah, we do. What could have been? We could have lived in a world without Kevin James. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Kevin James is all right. He's fine. Yeah. But Sandler was like, hey, I need a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on up, Kevin. You're coming to the big leagues. Yeah. Tommy Boy. Beverly Hills Ninja, Cabin in the Woods. Good stuff. <laughs> so did you watch anything or anything else this week? Not really, Jason. No. Nah. Kind of a busy thrifting this week, I feel like. Hey, thrifting, thrifting and uh and the thrifting, you know. Sounds good. No, thrifting thrifting and flipping. Thrifting and flipping. <laughs> yeah. Thrifting, lifting, and flipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's all I've really done. So has any horror news? come about in the last week there's been a couple things not a think? whole lot of stuff there's been a couple things little this tidbits. week little tidbits tidbits all right so <laughs> nickelodeon has renewed are you afraid of the dark for a second season a second season yeah they they brought it back last like last october really they did like three episodes I like it was huge i did not hear about that at all yeah like the first episode's on youtube you can watch it for free okay like it was big like what's uh, it come on yeah like, so it's a Nickelodeon show, <clears throat> so it still yeah. comes on Nickelodeon, but... What I, platform is it on? The first episode's on YouTube. <laughs> okay. And it's probably on Hulu or something. Was it worth a shit? Uh, my friend Josh, friend of the podcast, he oh, said yeah. it was actually pretty good. Okay. I haven't seen it, but well, it was the number... Well, I trust what he says. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Josh. It was the number one live action show... Write an essay about it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was the number one live-action kids show across all demos. Oh, really? Yeah, it was huge. Huh. So, that instead of how many episodes or anything it's going to be. Completely flew under my radar. I've literally never heard of that. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So, more All Your Afraid of the Dark's coming. We should do some old episodes for like a couple po- podcasts every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> sure. There's a vampire episode. Yeah. Throwing some goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Childhood. Hey. Nostalgia, right? Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Remember when the world didn't suck? Yep, I got it. Remember berries? I remember. <laughs> I remember. What else, Jason? All right. So, Christoph G- Gaines, Gons? Either Gaines? one of those. Okay. Just continue. <laughs> he's uh, working on a new Silent Hill movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's working with the same producing partner that he did the first one with, and he's also working on a... 
Fatal Frame movie as well. Do you remember Fatal Frame? I remember seeing like the cover back in the day. Yeah. And it, it kind of it was in the same vein of like Resident Evil, Silent Hill, like mm-hmm. that neighborhood of the yeah. gaming world, but yeah. I never played it. I never played it either, but I've, I've seen like some, some playthrough kind of stuff, and it's uh-huh. kind of creepy, and it's about like taking pictures and stuff. Oh. Hence Fatal Frame. Oh, okay. It's in a haunted, ha- haunted house in Japan. So that movie so is actually going to take place in Japan. So it's kind of like Say Cheese and Die. Or like, say cheese and die again. Oh, was another one with Gosling in it? The first one had Gosling in it. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> Anyways, so hey, he's Silent working. Hill. Yeah, new Silent. Now, I did. You ever see the sequel? Because I heard the sequel. Oh yeah, I, I saw heard it. it. I heard it's dog shit. <laughs> it is like just straight like white dog shit. Yeah, white dog shit. It's huh? the worst kind of dog shit. Kind that's been sitting in the yard for a couple weeks. Exactly. It's like somebody should do something about that. <laughs> That's right. Somebody should pick that up and throw it somebody in the trash. Somebody should really throw it in the trash. Yeah. But yeah, so that's interesting. Now, I like the first one. I watched it about a year or two ago. It's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold up as much as you'd want it to, but it's still uh, still really creepy. Yeah. I don't... I'm not a big fan of, like, I think it's about the last 20 minutes of it once they get inside yeah. the church and the CGI barbed wire stuff comes out and starts killing the church members. Yeah. By the time that happened, I was like, oh. Yeah. But everything else, I loved. Yeah. I thought it had great atmosphere. Pyramid head ripping that girl's, that woman's skin off. That was fucking brutal. Yeah. But yeah, like they totally nailed, it's gotta be like the best video game to TV adaptation. As far as like nailing the look and feel of it, yeah, it's probably better than some of the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, like they even had like the same like overhead angle, yeah, the camera and the fog and the lighting. It, yeah, they nailed it. It it really worked, and like I said, in the sea of like really bad video game adaptations, that one oh, does yeah. stand out because there's really bad. That is true. Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw the first Silent Hill in theaters. Did it you? was a great theater experience because when the siren would uh-huh. come on and like all the lights would go out. Oh yeah, I bet that was. It was cool. like whoa, this shit's what the fuck's happening? Did I see that in theaters? I don't know. Did I get to see it with you? Possibly. Because so, we sounds not, about right. This we were two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We will never know. We saw Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, we did. We saw the messengers in theaters too, didn't we? What? Really? I think we did. With Kristen Stewart? Yeah. I think I remember going to see that movie in Kenton. I feel like you were with me, but maybe not. Possibly. I'd feel really sad if I paid to see The Messengers. Oh, I pay, I know I know I paid to see it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Well, Jason, any other news? So I got two more things here. All right. Why don't you lay it on me? The Castle Freak remake, which I'm a big fan of the, ca- the first Castle Freak movie. It's still probably haven't, Still haven't seen it. And you own it on VHS. I know. What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's probably the best full moon movie. Well, that's not saying much. But... Well, I mean, yeah. But it is what it is. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's not full of puppets. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that one's is the remake is being screened for the first time at Chattanooga Film Festival. All right. Uh, directed by Tate Steinsiek. Uh, okay, we'll roll a, with it. Yeah, he's an SFX artist who did Puppet Master of the Willis Reich and Satanic Panic, which I need to see. It's on Shutter now. That's right, with our boy Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. And the last thing is, Jason Blum was talking about Halloween Kills this week. Oh, snap. Yeah, he was saying it's a very big movie, 
and the canvas of Halloween Kills is very large. So it sounds like this is going to be about a lot of characters, a lot of characters, a lot of Haddonfield, the town more so than it has in the past movies. Not sure how I feel about that. I can see the wheels rolling. I was like, I don't like this. Well, no, no. <laughs> I, well, I, I brought this up at one point. One thing I don't want in Halloween Kills is, oh, remember this thing from Halloween? And it's like, I don't want them to like introduce like 20 new characters. Like, Lindsay Wallace, what are you doing here? Yeah. Tommy Doyle, oh my God. Sheriff Brackett, what are you doing here? And it's like, well, you know me, I'm just working to beat here at the hospital. <laughs> so I don't want it to turn into like, oh, remember this from Halloween and this and this? Yeah. I don't want it to get too broad. Well, it sounds like it's going to be kind of sweeping in scope with like, the Haddonfield, Haddonfieldians, Haddonfieldites. <laughs> what, would you call people, what would you call the denizens of Haddonfield? <laughs> Haddonfieldites. Haddonfieldians. Haddonfieldians? I don't know. We're just a bunch of Haddons. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I would almost rather it be a little more honed in, just meat and potatoes. Well, soy meat and potatoes. Soy meat and potatoes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, hey, from the uh, the test screenings, people were from the test screenings. It people were seen to respond to it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Hey, that's good. I don't want any more Halloween Kills news. Yeah, Halloween Kills needs to Halloween chills. Oh snap! I see what you did there. <laughs> Rhyming and shit. You little, you're like a Raekwon over here. Yeah. Yeah. Raekwon? <laughs> From Wu-Tang Clan? Oh, yeah, okay. Get it together, Phil. Weird throwback, but... Raekwon? The RZA? Okay. The Jizza? Okay, Jason. <laughs> well, anything else, Jason? Now, that was pretty much the, the biggest things that I saw this week. All right, cool, cool. Cool, cool, no cool. Freddy ver- <laughs> no Freddy vs. Jason sequel. You know, really? I, I, I was looking for it. There's no sequel on the horizon, mm. probably because of the lawsuit, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, remember when they... I always heard about this. They were like Michael Myers versus Pinhead because they're both dimension. Mirror-mats, yeah, yeah. And Thank then Leprechaun, God that didn't and then it was also Leprechaun versus Hellraiser. Maybe I what? forgot. Who, yeah, there was another one about or Leprechaun versus Chucky was the one I was always talking about. Well, I guess that could be entertaining schlock if anything. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, but after because this was a huge hit at the box office, oh, yeah. they always talked about they never made any other versus movies. They though. didn't. You would well, Alien versus Predator came out a year later. Okay, yeah, I forgot about it. And they made two of those. And those are both Fox properties, so that's not a hard thing to do. Yeah. And they also kicked around the idea of Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. And you can read that graphic novel. From the treatment that I was going to be. I don't want to. Yeah. They kill Monica Keenan's character off on page two. Good. Jason kills her. <laughs> With the machete that she throws into the water. You fucked up. Does Kia make a, re- a return? Nah, she's dead as hell. Oh, okay. And good. She, and she bigoted as all get out. Double good. <laughs> oh, Kia, we're going to talk about you, Kelly Rowland. Oh, yeah, we are. Some of it's your fault, some of it's not. Yeah. She's a survivor, <laughs> but she didn't survive the movie. No, she's not. Well, Jason, should we uh, talk about this movie? Yeah, we should. I guess so, right? I think, you know, that's what the people come to download us for. Hey. And or, we, or listen to us on Spotify. And hey, we appreciate you for it. Absolutely. And if you have time, why don't you give us a review and a rating on, uh, oh, thank on you whatever for you're doing. Reminding us, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Drop us a rating and review. Takes no time, and it's really helpful for the podcast. It helps us get out there for more people. That's right. Yeah, we uh, a lot of behind the scenes goes into this bad boy. 
and we would like for more people to hear it. You know, tell tell your friends about us. You know, I was just at my best friend's son's first birthday party. Bunch of friends I hadn't seen in a long time. Were they all like, talking about the spook house? I was like, hey guys, I gotta go. They're like, you're leaving already? I'm like, yeah. Like, to do what? I'm like, do you remember Freddy vs. Jason? <laughs> they <thought> it was like, <laughs> We gotta yeah. go talk about it. <laughs> but no, happy to be here. Yeah. We love doing the podcast. We do. It's a lot of fun. Show us some love. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. Well, Jason, August 13th, 2003, the world's minds were blown. <laughs> The world would never be the same. No, it would not. So, what do you think about this little intro here? We get Freddy talking about my children. For years, they gave me power. But yeah, you get the little boiler room intro. Freddy's like sharpening his glove and scaring a little girl. Yeah, and you see like the shadows. Like the the intro is really cool. Yeah, I like this little intro here. Well, for one, you know, last week we talked about Freddy's dead. Yeah, where it was a total fucking joke. Oh yeah. At least in this intro, Freddy's like menacing and a little creepy, you know? Yeah, which is a very good palate cleanser for what happened from the last one. Yeah. Like a holy cow is that pile of shit. Yeah, so Freddy's saying, like, hey, the, the town of Springwood forgot about me. He gets his power from the mm. fear from children. There's a montage of different Freddy kills, kills and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody, I guess everybody just forgot about Dre, you know? Forgot about forgot Dre. Forgot about Dre. That's right. So yeah, Freddy basically just gives you the plot of the movie while staring at the camera. <laughs> the first of many times. Oh yeah. He may get the blood, but I get the glory. <laughs> mm. So yeah, anything else to add? We got our title cards. Nice little uh, spine shank. Some spine shank jamming. <laughs> hey, man, I, I used to jam some spine shank back in high school. I Height was... of callousness, what's up? Still a solid album. Come at me. This this whole score or the soundtrack, it should have been like a Roadrunner uh, release uh, 2003 sampler, summer sampler. Um, I'm pretty sure Roadrunner Records put out the soundtrack. I, mean, I, I looked at it. They did. But everybody oh, on yeah. there ex- everybody on there was that, just nothing but Roadrunner Records, like El Nino, Spine Shank, Slipknot. Yeah. There's some jammers on the soundtrack. There's also a lot of shit. Uh, if you like new metal, this is the, the this jumping off point for you if you want to like try well, it hey. out. Well, hey, this was 2003. Actually, Everybody did. Well, actually, 2003 was like the dwindling year of new metal. In 2004, it was basically dead because bands like the metalcore. That's scene, when metalcore came about. Yeah, yeah. Like unearth and stuff like that. So it completely destroyed most new metal bands. And somehow Roadrunner did, Roadrunner did not get on with that metalcore. Well, the actual decent ones survived, like Slipknot, amongst others. Yeah, but all the Shitty ones like El Nino, stuff like that. They all died. All I could think of. And Welcome the, to the New Metal Podcast. The Incredibles <laughs> was like Chris Farley, I am El Nino. <laughs> all other New Metal bands bow before me. For those of you who don't habla espanol, <laughs> El Nino in Spanish stands for the Nino. And then Jim Brewer comes out as Ric Flair. <laughs> oh god, I forgot about that. Oh boy. SNL. So, Freddy versus Jason. So, we uh we get a skinny dipping scene. I guess we're inside Jason's head. This is a dr- I'm assuming this is Jason's dream. Uh-huh. So and this is what he dreams about. Naked campers to murder? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what he does. Why not? Yeah. You see some boobs. Yeah. She's like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going in. Mhm. Also, you see your breath, so that water had to be cold. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Things a bit perky? Probably. Oh, okay. They're definitely fake. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, I do like the shot of Jason when you first see him, kind of stumbling through the fog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say stumbling. He was slowly walking. Ambling, maybe. Yeah, but it was good to see Jason back. I, I remember when I sat in and watched, I was like, yes, this is amazing. I was so excited for this, because I'd never seen a Freddy or Jason movie in theaters, so this was the only time I ever, other than Jason Takes Manhattan, I mean, he uh, wouldn't go see it a long time ago. Well, we saw that at the Alamo. Yeah. When we were growing as adults, but now that <laughs> I think about it, I won't, you know what, I think I saw Jason X in theaters. See, I didn't see Jason X. That doesn't count. No, and I didn't see new the the remake in theaters. Well, I saw the Jason. Wait, I saw the remake in theaters. I saw the the Jason remake in theaters. I did not see the Elm Street remake in theaters. Oh, thank God I didn't see that in theaters. Yeah, everybody said it was shit, and I was like, I'm you gonna know, pass. There's a pretty big cult following of Jason X. Like a lot of people really love it. I haven't. I have it on DVD. I've been thinking like maybe I should watch this again. I feel like it's like no, it's probably just gonna be awful. Let's do a commentary for it. We can do it. I, I'll bring the DVD over next week or so. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan to me, too. Patreon exclusive. That'll be some fun shit. Oh, yeah. So, you get the shot of Jason walking through the fog. He stabs her against a tree with his machete. Oh, yeah. And it's CGI morphin' time. Oh, and this is definitely Vancouver, too. Like, it looks like somebody walked off the set of X-Files, and it's like, oh, just, like this is definitely yeah. Vancouver. So, this lake that they were filming at, well, I guess this lake at the end of the movie... Uh-huh. Um, weren't they filming like X Men Two at the same time? Didn't you read yeah, that? Yeah, lines. No, I didn't really read that, but it lines up timeline wise with X Men Two. Yeah. Okay, so they were filming X Men Two at the same lake. Okay. And like some of the nearby hotels, a lot of the cast like stayed at the hotel, so they all mingled together. Oh, okay. So James yeah. Morrison hanging out with Ken Gersinger? Possibly. Hey. Hey, speaking of Ken Gersinger, let's talk about this. Oh yeah. They replaced our boy Kane Hodder. A lot of people are upset about that, including Kane Hodder. Still, I listened to a fairly recent podcast episode, and he sounded still a little bit bitter. See, I, I watched the. Did you watch Camp Crystal Lake or Never Sleep Again documentaries? Not in a while. I, I watched those two clips for this section, and he was talking about it. Obviously, he seemed to handle it okay, but you could tell he was pretty because he'd been trying to get this movie made for years and years and years, and talking yeah. about it at cons and magazines. And then when they like, we're going to go a different way, he was like, well, that kind of sucks. And I get it, because he's been this character forever. Sure, I get it, yes. And I get, but then the producers said they wanted to go just completely different, completely different with it. And Ken Kersinger had actually stunt doubled for Jason in Manhattan, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah, well, he was the guy in Jason Takes Manhattan that's in the restaurant. Yeah. And he like walks up to Jason and, like, points his finger at him. Yeah. And Jason throws him across the restaurant. That's Ken Kersinger, the guy that plays Jason. And he also got hit by a car in Jason Takes Man. He had doubled for Jason at that point, oh, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the producer said, so Ken Kersinger is 6'5". Yeah. Kane Hodder is 6'2". More of a beefy kind of build. Yeah. And they said they wanted a David versus Goliath kind of thing. Yeah, and then some of the Personally, producers said they wanted, like, a... a return to like three four and six a very kind of tall lanky jason as uh-huh. opposed to a beefy jason yeah per- look does it suck for kane hotter sure yeah but i get it yeah and, and actually I, I don't 
blame him. King Kersinger did a really good job as Jason in this movie, I feel like. I think visually you need somebody with some height advantage on Freddy. Yeah. Just to make it look... Because it does look visually, like when they are battling each other, it is kind of a cool thing to see on cinematic level. That they're yeah, so but if they bigger. were like the same height, Robert England's got to be like, what, 5'11"? I think he's 5'10", 5'11", was what they had him listed as. On okay. the, yeah, I think uh, for the weigh-in that they had in Vegas, did oh, you watch that? Yeah. I think he was listed at 5'10", 160 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, so for promotion of this movie, they had a legit weigh-in at Vegas, like a press conference and everything. Freddie was like calling him a mama's boy and shit. <laughs> so the girl stabbed against a tree, CGI morphing into different uh, people. We and, all need to die. Yeah. And you meet, quotations here, Pamela Voorhees. Not played by Betsy Palmer. That's right. You know, when I was younger, I was like, Oh, look, they got Betsy Palmer back. Yeah, I think I remember thinking that as well. I mean, it's a good replacement. Yeah, I think it was just some random actress in Vancouver somewhere. Yeah, she did good, though. Apparently, Betsy Palmer was like, I wasn't too keen on it, and plus, they didn't offer me hardly any money, so I was like, I'll just pass. Yeah. Which I can't blame her for, you know? Well, pump the brakes, Jason. That's not Jason's mama. Oh, it's not. That's Freddy Krueger. Freddy Exposition Krueger. Freddy effing Krueger. <clears throat> yeah, so she tells Jason to wake up, to wake up and kill for her. So Jason, I guess he was just chilling in the woods all this time? Yeah. Just kind of decaying in the woods? Well, you see him kind of like, yeah, decaying in the woods, and you see his body kind of flow back in together, because I guess, <clears throat> so he doesn't have power to kill anybody, but he has power to bring him, Jason back to life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're rolling with I it. I guess I just I saw that and I was like, fine. Sure, this is Freddy versus Jason. I'm not going to out-logic the hell out of this thing. Yeah, but I I did think it was kind of cool how Jason sort of regenerated and kind of rose from the dead. It reminded me of part six a little bit. Minus the lightning strike, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, part six is so much better. We'll get to it, we promise. Hopefully, one day. Pussy. <laughs> That's the movie Jason gets called a pussy. It is. So, title cards, yeah. spine shake, new metal, fuck yeah. <laughs> so we are back on Elm Street, baby. Feels good to be home. Quick question. Yeah. Did Jason walk all the way from Crystal Lake to See, Elm Street? I'm very confused with the geography of this movie. Because Springwood is in Ohio, Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. Yes, uh, eight hours walk. away, apparently. That's what one of the producers said. Well, the one of the writers was saying about that. Okay. Because even though this was the, they got credit for the script, obviously it was rewritten a couple times from the screen. Well, we're rolling with it. Yeah. Jason is at Elm Street, baby. At least when Michael Myers goes on road trips, he gets in the car and drives. Jason just That's walks. That's true. <laughs> he was doing very well last night. <laughs> All right, so we meet Catherine Isabel as Gib. Yeah, G-I-B-B. Cool name. I never once heard anybody say Gib. She related to Barry Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. I don't know. The Barry Gibbs talk show. <laughs> I feel like they're both Canadian. So we're <laughs> saying. <laughs> All right. So played by Catherine Isabel. Of Ginger Snaps fame. Ginger Snaps is a great movie. I, I, I didn't see the sequels, but the first one's really good. I didn't see the sequels either. I think there's two. Yes. Ginger Snaps back. And Ginger snaps. Claps back. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I don't know the other one, but I need to watch those. And yeah. she was also in American Mary and... She's in an X-Files episode. Yeah, okay. So Catherine Isabel as Gib in her red hat, which was a 
homage to... Uh, what's her face from Halloween? PJ Soul's character in Carrie. In Carrie, that's right, because she has the hat. That's right. And we also meet Monica Kena, who plays Lori Campbell. Welcome to this movie's final girl. Yep. We work with, working with what we got here. Lori. Lori Campbell. Yep. Do you think they... Is this an on-the-nose reference? Lori Schrode, Bruce Campbell? No, it's Lori Robert Campbell. Campbell from the last one. Oh, <laughs> from Jason Goes to Hell? <laughs> Could be. Could be. And we also meet the greatest actress in the world, Kelly Rowland. Has she been in anything else other than I this movie? I don't think so. She's been in some Destiny Child videos. That is true. What is? What do you think Beyonce thinks about this movie? Do you think she ever watched it and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> girl, you can't act for shit. Mm-mm, I'm going to go record Bay Day real quick. <laughs> quick question. Did you ever see that Destiny's Child performance? It was on like BT. This was in their early years. Okay. So well, they still four or three members. Three members. Okay. So song starts. They start walking out onto the stage, and the one member, not Beyonce or Kelly Rowland, she falls. Michelle so hard. Williams. Yes. Yeah. She falls so hard, like kerplunk. Oh wow. And those two, they keep walking and doing their performance, and she hops up real quick and like rejoins the performance oh no but she falls like a sack of laundry <laughs> it's so hilarious i've never seen that you can almost see the look in the eye of beyonce like did this bitch just fall and she was the one the new one too like she was not with the original Ooh. four piece you know she got chewed out for that <laughs> oh all right anyways so yeah kelly Rowland as kia does she have a last name is it sorrento <laughs> kia rogue <laughs> No, Kia's her middle name. Her first name is uh, Certified Pre-Owned. <laughs> certified Pre-Owned Kia Optima. Killer actress. Uh, constantly talking about getting a nose job. That's right. All the characters in this movie are very much like, hey, what's my thing? Oh, you're the vain one. You you want plastic surgery. You're the mean girl. You miss your boyfriend and you're frazzled all the time. Yeah. And then you're the, the, the drunk who just wants to fling leg you're everywhere. You're the slutty one. Yeah. Fling leg? Fling leg. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> but yeah, she wants to fling some leg. And she does. Don't make me ask you twice. So, yeah, we'll talk about Trey in a bit. Yeah, Trey. Captain and, Douche. Yeah. Trey and Blake. <laughs> so they're playing Mary Fucker Kill. And Kelly Rowland is trying her hardest to act. She's like, oh, is this what we're doing all night? This is oh she says this is really stank. Ooh, that really dates the movie. And this is really stank. God, I remember when we watched Final Destination? I was like, this is really dated. And I watched Freddy vs Jason. Like, holy shit, this is even more dated. Oh yeah, this. Uh, when I think of this movie, I just think of like AOL, Instant Messenger sounds. You. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> so, Gib. Flicks a cigarette out the window and it hits Jason in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Trey and Blake show up. You know, yeah, Trey's a douchebag because mm-hmm. he's wearing a leather jacket. And in movies, douchebags always wear black leather jackets. Is that true? I don't know. It yeah. sounds true. We're going to say it is so I can sound like a hot shot on the podcast. Yeah, hot shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's a douche because he's a douche. He also puts his feet on the lawn, on the, That's the just sofa, rude. which is super rude. And it's raining outside, so he's wet. You ever do that in my house? I'm say, hey, bud, you want to move those feet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Don't make me ask you twice, okay? Hey, babe. <laughs> so Gib gives him a kiss. He's like, hey, babe, what'd I tell you about kissing me after you smoke? Now, I'll share your sentiments here, Trey. You could have went about it in a different way. Yeah. And she says, lighten up. They're menthols. Still. Yeah. Does that mean you nice uh, <laughs> minty after? Oh, uh, did you have an Altoid? Mmm. <laughs> lighten up. They're menthols. But like, yeah, that doesn't change the outcome of my feelings right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so stink. Yeah. So, let's have a combo in the doorway, four feet away from Trey and Blake. Oh, yeah. Kia's talking to Lori about Will. With that sweet Gail Weathers haircut, haircut from Scream 2. The Ooh, red Kia? streaks. Oh, yeah. you're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't Mr. Perfect just straight up drop your ass without a phone call or nothing? What we had was special. You were fucking at 14. <laughs> you were fucking 14, Lori. What we had was special. (laughs) So Blake is talking about feng shui. I haven't heard that word in a long time. You know what? I got to say, being that I saw this when I was 15, that was my first introduction to the term feng shui. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? We grew up in shithole North Carolina. It's true. It's like, where am I going to hear the word feng shui? They say it four fucking times in this movie, so it kind of (laughs) sticks with you. Can you spell it? Yeah, I'll tell you that one striped sweater he's wearing has great feng shui. Did you catch <laughs> did you catch that bad boy? Oh yeah, I'll call that bad boy. 2003. So Trey and Ginger Snaps, they go upstairs. Blake goes to grab the lady some beers. And as soon as he leaves, Lori's like, Oh my god, Kia, he's an idiot. Get him out of here. <laughs> god. Yeah, I hate these characters. Yeah, we get more backstory on Lori. She talks about her dead mom. Yeah, this is exposition. This is all exposition. This whole script is... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, they're uh, banging with the door open upstairs. Classy movie. Okay, I'm assuming that's the parents' bedroom as well. So, it's like, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. So, after uh, we're post-coital now, Mm -hmm. he's like, babe, what what did I tell you about kissing after... No, touching. He doesn't like to be touched after he has sex. Wow. It's like, well, you were a keeper there, guy. Yeah, well, she pulls a Tim Strode and hops in the shower. You know, <laughs> gotta stay fresh. Gotta stay fresh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta give me that one. I deserve I'll, that I'll one. Give that. Okay. I'll give you that one. Gotta okay. stay fresh. So, apparently she butted heads with Ronnie U here. Because Catherine Isabel had a no nudity clause in her contract, and Ronnie U was pushing her to get naked. I don't get why sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't get why everybody's like pushing when somebody has a no nudity clause in their contract. It's like, no, you're going to get naked in this movie. Yeah, it was the like, director's like, oh, just wait till she gets on set. <laughs> I know what to say. She's going to put out them titties. Okay, watch. <laughs> well, they settled for a stunt double. Yeah, so you do not see Catherine Isabel naked. No, you don't. Those are stunt tits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've just never heard the combination of words stunt tits before. That's great. (laughs) Sorry. So, Trey leans over to grab a beer and boom! Jason! Not you. The other Jason. The other Jason. Not as famous as this Jason. (laughs) That's right. Stabs him repeatedly with a machete. Best kill in the movie. Yes, I was just about to say that. And the writers had... Folds him up in the bed. It's a good kill. Writers had to fight for that to stay in the movie. Why? They thought the the producers thought it was too brutal and people wouldn't like it. Oh God. Yeah. Well, it stayed, and I'm glad it stayed. Because like, it's a good kill. Yeah, it's total like you know. 
every time I see a cot, you know, people like fold it up like that. Uh-huh. I always think of this. Yeah. Always. So everybody runs outside and they run into Officer Stubbs, who happens to be parked in front of the house, I guess. Yeah. Is everything okay? And then Catherine. You kids need some assistance? And she rolls in, what the fuck does it look like? I remember when yeah. I was in the theaters, that fucking killed. Oh, yeah. I remember everybody died laughing at that point. 2003, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Stubbs is played by Lachlan Monroe. You may know him better from Scary Movie. That's right. He was the boyfriend with the baby dick. That's right. God, I need to rewatch that, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. So, he was also on Dead Man on Campus. Remember oh, that? I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, good movie. So, quick note, I kind of pieced something together. So, Ronnie Yu directed Bride of Chucky also, right? Yes, he did. He loves rain. There's so much rain in this movie. And if I recall, there's a lot in Bride of Chucky. Ronnie Yu's just like, hey, can we can we make it rain on the set here? Other than Freddy vs. Jason and Bride of Chucky, he's really only done like Chinese action flicks. Yeah, he's a big Hong Kong guy, I believe. Yeah, so it's kind of weird that, well, first off, that he got Bride of Chucky, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I hate some of the directing in this movie. Yeah, and they they went super WWF on it, too. I I feel like I would have loved, if I could snap my fingers right now and be like, all right, let me see the finished product of this director and this director. Mm-hmm. I would just love to see like what could have been. Yeah, with this movie, we know they had to get, try to get Rob Bottin to 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 direct this movie. Of uh, who's that? The Thing special effects guy from The Thing. Oh shit! Yeah, it's gonna be his de- directorial debut. That would have been cool. Yeah, there was a whole whole lot of stuff to to do. Just the scripts alone. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna skip all that for now. But yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. So we're at the police station, and Lori is. Asking, yeah, what's going on? Oh my god! And she puts her head down on the table, and she's trying to remember his name because she says that to the audience a few times. What's his name? And they never say anything to. She said something about the cops saying things. What's his name? <gasps> Freddy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like she's playing. You remember that game, Heads Down, Thumbs Up, when you were a kid? That's what she's playing right now. <laughs> She's got her head on the table, and she's like, oh my gosh, here it is. Yeah. So, this is a decent dream sequence here. Yes. It's not bad. I do like how she walks by the missing children's posters, and they all kind of turn and look at her. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And she sees the little girl with her eyeballs cut out. Um, I don't like the CGI footsteps that she's following. They don't make any sense. That look awful. Yeah. I mean, there's... Man, I just what I could go in iMac right now and make something that looks better. This is what really drove me crazy about the movie the most was that you see much CGI blood. I mean, okay, yeah. like when they killed the bed kill, when she gets out of the bathtub, you see like she steps some blood, like that's actually blood. Yeah, but most of the pools of blood you see in this movie are just clearly CGI, and it drives me nuts. It was probably when they were shooting it, I'm guessing they were trying to play it safe for like rating purposes. And they were like, well, if the studio allow it, we'll just fix it in post. And add yeah. Blood. That's my guess. Maybe. It just, it, I, I hated it. Same, Jason. Same. So, the little girl's all like, Freddy's coming back. And bitch. Bitch. <laughs> and then you hear, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. I'm kind of over that song. I remember when I saw the theaters, I got like super giddy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was like, It's yes, nostalgic. Yes. Hey, quick side note. It was not in Freddy's Dead. 
the song wasn't, but you saw the writing on the wall from the the from the the chant. Because remember when he pulls eh. the first sound, you see it, and then you see it. In the well, you don't hear stuff. it. You don't see girls in white skipping rope. No, you don't. Yeah. And there's lots of other things to complain about. That. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen to our Freddy's Dead episode. Yeah. Good episode, actually. It was a really good episode. It was torture to prepare for it, but it turned out good. <laughs> Next scene, we see Blake and his dad that looks like Alex Jones having a conversation. My best friend was just killed, Dad. <laughs> so how about giving me some fucking space? Did you just shard on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do you know what movie his dad was in? No, I do not. You really don't? No. Halloween Resurrection. Who was he in Resurrection? The security guard at the beginning that's like, hurry up. Seriously? That that's is him? him. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, this fucking guy gets off-screen decapitated by two horror icons because he gets his head cut off by Michael Myers. Wasn't that shot in Vancouver, too? Possibly. I think the, they shot in where right. in Vancouver. Yeah. And awesome. he gets decapitated by Jason here, surgically decapitated. Yeah, that's pretty weird how it just stands yeah. up. And then he like he just barely, like his elbow r- brushes by him. His head just pops off from all the blood pressure, I guess. Thanks, Ronnie, you. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of blew my mind here. There's another Halloween Resurrection connection in here as well. No, it, it'll come to me, I think. All right, so Blake is having a dream sequence. You're not really sure. It's like people start dreaming, but they don't fall asleep. They're just like yeah. hanging out, and then it kind of doesn't play by its own rules. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. But this is the dream sequence in this movie are pretty good for the most part. I felt like. Yeah, I guess they're some of the strongest parts. Yeah, when, like I said, this does feel like a nightmare movie more than the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, movie. it kind of feels like a Nightmare on Elm Street featuring Jason Voorhees. Yeah, exactly. Films. Well, Blake's dream, he walks out onto the street and you see a goat. You do. Throwback to the first one. Callback to the first. And Shadow Freddy tries to stab Trey. I meant Blake. Yeah. And then what does Freddy say, Jason? Not quite strong enough yet. Looking right at the camera, directly at the camera. Mm-hmm. And he's got his. What else does he say? He explains quite a few things. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, not quite strong enough yet. So in the meantime, I'll let. Jason have his fun or whatever and then it's like uh-huh. and he's like tapping his finger on his chest and yeah. I was like well thanks for your inner monologue to be an outer <laughs> monologue I really appreciate it Freddie thank you for filling us in Frederick exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how to think mm. <laughs> thank you yeah well Blake wakes up and his his dad has been decapitated his head just pops off yeah it just pops off and then Jason pops up out of nowhere and he tries to use his dad's head as a shield. Yeah, that was a good move. <laughs> Kills him off screen. That was pretty weak. No, it was pretty weak. But he did see a blood splatter. Yeah. yeah needed, a little more, little, needed a little more new metal, though, when he got killed, I feel like. Oh. Yeah. Maybe have a little uh, mushroom head playing when it happens. So, next scene, we are at Weston Hills. Nice throwback to the third one. That's right, Jason. And they're handing out Hitmosil. Another nice throwback to the third one. And we meet John Ritter. Jason Ritter. Oh, I'm sorry. Jason Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> John Ritter's son, who was also in Bride of Chucky, directed by Ronnie Yu. Which is why he got this role, because this was supposed to be Brad Renfro. 
but Brad Renfro would show up on set strung out on heroin. Yeah. So they were like, hey, we can't work with you, Brad. <laughs> and he died in like 2005 of a drug overdose. Yeah. He had a <clears throat> kind of a troubled past. Yeah. The Client is a good movie, though. Remember that shit? 1995? Not a young Brad Renfro witnesses a murder, and it's, uh, it's okay. good. Okay. I just remember he was on uh, that Tom and Hook movie. Yeah, we meet Jason Ritter. Rest in peace, John Ritter. He was awesome. He was. Yeah. He you might remember him as the dad from the Problem Child movies. Yeah. He was in Sling Blade as Vaughn. Eight Rules to Daddy, my teenage daughter, most recently was a sitcom he was on when he passed away. Yeah, and he would die the same year this movie came out of a heart attack. Oh man. It's a bummer. It is. Wish he was around. So I do like um what's his name? Whip so Will. Will is Jason Ritter and Mark is his friend. So I gotta say, I think Will and Mark, they're the best part of this movie. They are. They're they're the best characters for sure. They're the ones that have something of an arc to them, where they kind of force they kind of force Mon- Monica Lori. Her name is Lori. Yeah. Like backstory with Freddie, it's really shoehorned for her. Kia's a one note mean girl. Yeah. Gibbs yeah. a a drunk slut. Yeah. And and Lin- Linder Linderman is just Linderman. A, you're just Slenderman. Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> Slenderman is just a smart kid who has a crush on yeah. Lori. Linderman's like, "Hey, what's my thing, director? Oh, you're the uh, you're the nerdy kid that's in love with the main girl. How long oh, have I been in love it. with her? Forever. Perfect. Yeah. Here's a mixtape. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yes, I do like everything with uh, Will and Mark. And Mark is, you know, saying like, "Look around us, man. We're institutionalized. Like easy red. Morgan Freeman." <laughs> <laughs> They're showing that at the Alamo. Really? Yeah. Let's go to that. That's a good one. I might cry. I will. <laughs> oh, I will. There's no might to it. You don't watch Shawshank Redemption and don't cry. So Mark says that he saw Lori's father kill her mom. Totally not needed and in it this movie, Jason. doesn't make any sense when they kind of explain it later in the movie either. And it turns out. Oh, my dad didn't kill my mom. It was, it was like Freddy Krueger. It's I like okay, yeah. You could have just taken all that time where this little subplot goes on and devote it to character you know development or fucking something or more Jason. Stuff you know what? Or? I would have accepted. And most that, I'm sure most people was she lives in Freddy's house, so Freddy's out to get her. Not Simple. she lives in Freddy's house. Freddy tried to kill her mom. Freddy did kill her mom. It looked like it was her dad. We gotta put Mark in the the institutionalized Weston Hills. Mm-hmm. Everybody's already tired of this conversation I'm having with you on this podcast about that. Amen, sister. <laughs> All right, so you see some man ass on the window. Oh, monkey man. Yeah, monkey man. But it's all a ploy to steal the employee's ID because they pump him up with Mark up with Thorazine. Is it Thorazine? It's Thorazine. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can see it in my eyes. I want to say go it. go it and throw it out there. That's, hey, I was like, hey, did you know? That uh, that's what they give Michael Myers in the first Halloween. Oh yeah, Thorzine, he'll barely be able to stand. That's the idea. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So next scene, Daddy's making some juice, <laughs> and he's trying to drop a batch in it for Lori too. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, so I gotta mention this. You see this stupid motion effect so much throughout this movie in slow mo. Yeah, it's like this slow mo choppy. Very early 2000s effect that is just everywhere in this movie. Like, and I remember it was popular in music videos at the time. And yeah. at some points, this movie does kind of feel like a music video. Oh, yes. 
And I was that's where the it, it looks came like from. a music video for yeah, most part. Exactly. Everything is lit like a music video. It's very blue. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's like I said, it's so two thousand and three. You're right, you're right. So Lori heads off to school. Because she has to go to school to be with friends right now. Yeah. Rolling down the street, smoking endo. At least drink your juice. <laughs> <laughs> Lead back with <laughs> hitting sail on my mind. Thank you for sticking with me. As I, <laughs> I don't always give you what you want, but I try to when I can. It's like, okay, let me see where this is going. <laughs> At least drink your juice. He is also. I don't know if I, we were clear enough about it. He put hit seal on the juice, so he everybody's trying That's to right. drug their teenagers to forget about Freddy Krueger. That's right. Yes. Can I say it one more time? At least drink your juice. At least drink your juice. <laughs> when you leave tonight, Jason. At least drink your juice. <laughs> Oh, it's all coming apart again. The sheriff just walks into the kitchen. He doesn't knock or anything. Like, after Lori leaves and her dad's standing there, the sheriff just shows up. He's like, it's all coming apart again. We got to keep this son of a bitch locked down. Right, audience? (laughs) Stupid (laughs) fucking audience member. (laughs) I got to explain this movie to you every two seconds. We're forgetting the fact that Freddy Krueger was ever a thing. That's right. Yes. We gotta lock it down, and I want it done by the books mm-hmm. in Springwood, Illinois, in Springwood, Ohio, Canada. The mayor's gonna have my ass. Uh. All right, so Lori's at school, trying her hardest to look like a sixteen-year-old in a room full of fucking twenty-nine-year-old actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know, of course, Gib is smoking a cigarette. Oh wait, they're, they're standing outside the school first. Yes, and this is where Kelly Rowland. Stands up, shows that she's a survivor. Yeah. What's she say, Jason? Well, first, Gib says that Blake was killed last night oh, as well. that's right. And she's like, everyone's covering up and saying Blake killed his, killed Trey and his dad. Like some kind of Columbine bullshit. It's so messed up. It's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. It's so messed up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Kelly Rowland, that's not, I'm not going to, I highly doubt she improv that line. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she improbbed a certain line later in the movie. Oh, I actually have notes on that. That's not exactly how that happened. Okay, let's put that one back in the yeah. pocket there. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's carry on here. Yes. So we meet Linder, Linderman. Slenderman. Slenderman. <laughs> he's been in uh, some stuff over the years. Yeah, he's kind of a, he plays kind of a, a geeky guy in most stuff he, he pops up in. You know, I do have to say, out of this whole batch of high school, high school kids here, fifth year seniors we call them, yeah, like twelfth year seniors. <laughs> I gotta say, I like him the best. I do too. He's the most uh, relatable. Level, yeah, yeah. So he says, like, he tries to be the very apologetic friend, and it's kind of yes. clear that he has a crush on her. It's like, hey, we're very sorry to hear about what happened last night. Oh, and yeah, it's like, hey, won't you? Get on out of here. He's like one of those little frou-frou dogs. Wants to hump your leg. You're humping on your leg. And she like starts humping him. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Dude. Stop it. Just stop acting. Just, yeah. yeah go back to Destiny's <laughs> Child, okay? <laughs> you were very successful in uh, critically and commercially in Destiny's Child. Now, fill me in real quick. Was this the downfall of Destiny's Child era? No, they didn't break up until I a couple years ago. I think this is when Beyonce was like, we all know who the star is. Oh, no. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knew. <laughs> I mean, her dad's her, da- her dad's their manager, so yeah. I mean, 
Kelly Rowland, she still puts out albums and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. She did that when when Beyonce did the Super Bowl halftime. She brought Michelle Williams and uh, Kelly Rowland out for a couple songs. Really? Yeah. So they're still friends. She threw them a bone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget one of the cringiest interviews I've ever seen was uh, Kelly Rowland had a new album out. Yeah. And of course, she was promoting it, as she does. Yes. And uh, Beyonce had an album come out like earlier in that year. And I love when their st- story's going. The entire interview was like, uh, what do you think of Beyonce's new album? It's great, isn't it? She's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. But no, seriously, like, Beyonce's new album is really good. And <laughs> Kelly Rowland's like, I'm here to talk about my fucking album, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You should uh, link that interview on the Instagram. That would be great. (laughs) So, so we meet, um, not Jay, uh, Freeberg. So, you know who his brother is? No. Tyler Labine, who is uh, the big guy on Tucker Burton, Dale vs. Evil. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They're both Canadian actors. Everybody's a Canadian actor in this movie. Do you know what other movie he was in, Jason? Probably. Here's your other Halloween Resurrection connection. Oh, he's he in... is Deckard's friend. That's right. He is. Okay. Yeah. If you thought Deckard was forgettable, <laughs> boy, wait till you don't meet his uh his friend from the party. Oh, the, so forgettable. The the uh, Camp Crystal Lake memories documentary. They even had a thing like, and we had a. I, th- I think it was Jason Muse, and like he pops up. And was like, when I was in Freddy versus Jason, he was like, wait a second, I wasn't in Freddy versus Jason. Oh. And he just walks off. <laughs> yeah, they are biting his style so hard. In this. Oh yeah, it is a total rip off of Dude, Jay from Jason Dance Muse. Bob. Probably could have sued them for this. <laughs> That's how like he was deep in heroin at the time this movie came out, so he didn't even know about it. Really. Oh, he had a bad Jason like, Mewes. Yeah, after Damn. like uh, the is he sober these days? Yeah, he's sober now. Apparently, oh. the reboot's pretty good. Okay, good for him. Yeah. Well, yeah, Halloween Resurrection. There you go. Two members. Two of the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Lori starts talking about her dream, and the uh, the room full of twenty eight year olds stop to listen, and Will shows up. No, wait, Mark shows up. Yeah. His name is Freddy Krueger. Cat, what's he say? Coffee. Make friends with it. Caffeine. Make friends. He says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he does the the one, two. Yeah, it's like, hey, bud, can you, you take it down just a bit? Like, just a bit? Yeah. Just a, just a hair, a scotch. Just a scotch. <laughs> if you don't mind, good sir. Yeah. And then, of course, the wheel pops up behind me and everybody turns for Mark. Yeah, and Lori passes out. Oh, my lord. Yeah. And Bob Shea shows up. For like half a second, he walks up as the principal. So there's some deleted scenes. He did have a couple lines in this. Really? I think he was like talking to the cops or something. There were like throwaway lines like, yeah, I remember Will and Mark, blah, blah, blah. I also produced the other movies. That's right. Kia, okay. Side note here. All right, so when Kia's in the waiting room, she's sitting there with Gib and she's flipping through the magazine. Yeah. Lori's still passed out. Like she fainted. In movies... People always act like it when you pass out or you get knocked out, like it's for like a death sentence almost. Like you're out yeah. forever. No, I'm sure like give him some smelling salts and he's bright as fucking rain. Yeah, you ever see like UFC fights? They yeah. get knocked out cold and if, like 10 seconds later. If Dan it, Henderson didn't murder Michael Bisping <laughs> in UFC 100, <laughs> yes. okay? I appreciate that callback. <laughs> like like the, the, her like fanning is not going to be a death sentence. Like it, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hey, has Jason Ritter ever showed up at your high school unannounced? He is quite dreamy. <laughs> That'll knock you out cold for days. With that kind of long buzz cut that was popular in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. It was you like know? a buzz cut, but let it grow out for five weeks. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. weird. That was really popular back in the day. Yeah. 
It's like, can I get a fresh, like, a two-inch guard on my buzz cut today? <laughs> like, you want it everywhere? Everywhere, okay? <laughs> oh, God. So, Kia Sorrento is in the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's messed up. It's so messed up. <laughs> Lori's still asleep for some reason. Kia's asking about nose jobs, and she has a little mini nightmare. Mm-hmm. Freddie... Got your nose. Did you see that happen today at, at the one-year-old's party? Oh, got your nose? Because I've never seen anyone do that beyond like past a one-year-old. Dude, I've never seen so many people at a one-year-old's party. There was like 40 people there. They're like, pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> How many did he get? Uh, I don't know, Jason. <laughs> whatever you're about to ask. I don't know. So we see some horrible CGI as her nose flies off. Yeah. So Will and Mark, they boogie on down to the library. They're going to do a little bit of research. They're finding blacked out obituaries and all that stuff. So Mark's brother was killed in... Is it insinuated that he was killed in part three or something? See, no, I thought that's who it was, but the timeline... He was died in like 1990-something. But I don't oh. know what year eight, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 takes place because... Obviously, Nancy has gone on to college. He's working on her postgraduate degree in the third one, so I don't know what. Oh, so, okay. I mean, maybe, because I always thought it was when I saw it, but I don't know if that's who it's supposed to be or not. I got you. Well, again, I do like all the Will and Mark stuff. Yeah. So, now they're in a blacklight van. No reason given. <laughs> for some reason. That's his brother's van. Yeah. And Mark's like, you know, they, they said like, well, you spread plenty of fear at the high school today. He's like, oh my God. Kids are going to start falling asleep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, kids sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they That's do. That's what they do. I think actually adults sleep. <laughs> uh, children sleeps. sleep. Dogs actually sleep. So. Hey, here's a quick side tangent. Out of uh, all the things wrong with the human design, sleep has got to be like a big one, right? I love sleep, though. Oh, I love it. But imagine if like humans just didn't require sleep. I'd get so much more done. Oh, right. But then again, sleep, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you, have you ever had sleep? Feel? It's like, check it out. We got this thing called a human. It can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Scout agrees. Yeah, scout agrees. <laughs> but the only kicker is it has to go comatose for a third of its life. It's got to recharge. Yeah, it's got to recharge. It's an internal battery. Well, somebody's got to write a good horror movie about that someday. Oh. No, it's called Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <clears throat> but we would decide he's got to go find Lori. Uh, that's his, his life's decision at this point. That's right. And so Mark, being a good friend, gives him the keys to the van and says, my brother's brand van, bring it back safely. And then he gives him the most awkward dap I've ever seen in my life. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Like, Put your hand out. He goes like. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Like, oh. we was like, and then Mark just goes, boom, boom, boom. Got it. <laughs> They gave him a three-piece. <laughs> <laughs> Give him that three-piece dap. <laughs> All right, so we are at the rave scene. So you're telling me a bunch of high schoolers from Ohio are into rave? I don't think so. In but a cornfield. Okay. In a cornfield. It's like they're doing it to celebrate the murder of Trey. Yeah. Because they're like, handing out like flyers at, at school earlier in the day. Two like, of your classmates were killed. And some Columbine bullshit. It's so messed up. It's messed up. Let's throw a party about it. Exactly. And boy, they were doing that camera effect like crazy. 
with there the anybody dancing? that has like epilepsy or something, this would not. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's so awful. So Lori's talking to Slender Man, and <laughs> Slender Man burns Kia big time. Oh yeah, she got branded. <laughs> like after that, like after that, Linderman put out his brain that said uh, "Slender Guy." And yeah, just like right her on the butt. <laughs> Assuming you can think with all that makeup weighing down your head. Ooh, and even Lori's like, "Oh shit! Oh snap! Oh snap!" Well, Will shows up. How did he get the deets about the party? Oh, they're on flyers. They're passing flyers around oh, school. Oh, okay. That's what I'm assuming. All right. Well, Catherine Isabel Gibb, she wanders off. And I guess she passes out in the cornfield. She's quite drunk for this. There's actually a pretty fun, funny thing when Freeberg's talking about how Trey got fucked up, and she walks by. He's like, "Yeah, I heard like he got his guts and everything, like falling out." And like, uh, uh, oh, Gia walks by, yeah. and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." Yeah, <laughs> I thought live I was her alone. <laughs> Get it, live her alone. So she passes out in the cornfield, and she wakes up in the boiler room thing, as you do in Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah, this was a pretty good scene. But in reality, she's getting sexually molested by the villain from Ye- Good Burger. Yeah, this is a, he kind of <laughs> pulls a reason. Cosby. and uh, Kind of looks like the singer of Power Man 5000. See, I was thinking he was the Duke's right-hand man in Escape from New York, but I don't know if you've seen that one. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, well, he's also a guy with like dyed bleach hair and it's sticking up. Yeah, well, Freddy shows up in her dream, and I gotta say, he looks good here. Yeah, this, this is, is a really cool, this is the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying earlier, the dream sequences are some of the best parts, and this is like classic Nightmare on Elm Street it's shit right It's dark, here. it's lit red, kind of like the other ones used to be. Yeah, you're in a boiler room, Yeah, doing the scratchy, scratchy thing. Which I saw that, I was like, yes, because you didn't do that at all in part. It's not that hard. No. It's, it's a hard. one minor thing. Just right across some metal bars. Yeah, just make some screeches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not on a chalkboard. That's f- Yeah, Carlos. <laughs> nice hearing from you. <laughs> I love this. Oh, God, this line delivery is pretty bad here. She's like, you're the one that killed Trey. <laughs> <laughs> so she falls over the ledge and lands on top of some lockers. Yeah, that looked pretty painful. Yeah, well, she hides in it. Mm-hmm. And Jason, meanwhile, in reality, Jason stabs the rave god <laughs> and kills, kills both of Gib them. in the process yes. before Freddy can get her. Mm, he was pretty upset about She's this. mine! Mine! Yep. Back at the cornfield party, this Everclear is kicking my ass. I still think about that when I see Everclear at places. Really? Yeah, I'm not even like, yeah, I do. This actor was, he was born in the UK at least. You mean not Billy Bob, as I like to call him? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Jason shows up. He says a nice old uh, Midwestern howdy. Yeah. This party was invite only corn poke and you weren't invited. Twists his head off, twists his head around and homeboy throws Everclear on him, sets him on fire. Yeah. And it's 98% alcohol, so I'll believe it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So Jason is walking around on fire, and that shaky, awful camera effect is in full force And then uh, Not Billy Bob runs out into the the dance floor. Yeah. And and he he gets a fire machete to the chest. That's right. Jason starts slicing everyone open. I really hate how everyone that gets cut spins around really fast towards the camera. Yeah. You can just tell the director was like, 
okay, when he slices you, just turn real fast towards the camera. <laughs> I really want that spray to shine. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks dumb. Yeah, I mean, and I guess it's Jason saying there's too many dicks on the dance floor, and he just murders everybody. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens, <laughs> man. So everyone runs away. Lori pauses for a second to fake scream for a dead friend, Gib. Remember they run by her? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, all right, we got to go. She's like, Gib. <laughs> and the gang is in the van. Also, that fire scene, I don't know if it won the stunt award that year, but it was nominated for best stunt. Really? Yeah. Well, it took a whole lot to like be on fire. For I think for that time, it set a record for somebody being on fire for a continuous okay. shot. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they wouldn't let Ken Kersinger do it. He was pretty pissed about it. Really? They treated him like an actor. He's not a stuntman. Oh, So for stuff okay. like that, they made a stunt person do it. I got you. Yeah. Should have brought in George Wilbur. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. uh, back in the van. That goalie was pissed, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. As he rolls weed. Yeah, did you catch this? They were like, we should call the police. Slenderman says, fuck the police. (laughs) Okay. Slenderman, didn't you roll up to the rave in a scooter? Oh, yeah. In his (laughs) Vespa? Yeah. Well, Will drops Kia off. It starts to rain again. This movie loves some rain. Mm -hmm. Again, music video. And this is when Will's like, I saw your dad kill your mom. Again, why? Yeah. Why is this in here? It's, it's, I hate it. It yeah. is the worst part of the movie. And there's a confrontation in the rain. Oh, yeah, because the dad pops up. The dad, the daddy pops up. Mm-hmm. He bad. And then Prince in the background saying, purple rain, purple rain. As, as Monica Kenya just screams like very loudly I and love shrilly. how she's like, stop it, fuck. <laughs> Just runs off into the bedroom. Meanwhile, her dad's like choking Will to death. That, yeah, with just one hand too. I was like, dude, you're a, dad strength. Oh like, yeah, you're a 25 year old, 18 year old. You should probably be able to take <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. So Lori runs upstairs. Her dad comes in, and she's like, "Did you kill my mom? Are you a general practitioner? Do you work at Weston Hills?" Yeah. Well, Lori escapes through the window, climbs down. She's walking down the street, and Will grabs her real quick. Was that a rod throwback to the first one? I feel like it was, because they were climbing up the... uh, Because, you know, it was the same... Guess what Rod would climb up in the first one? But doesn't Rod, like, grab Nancy real quick while she's walking down the street? Like, he, like, pops out from behind a bush? I don't know. Because I remember... There's talking to the... You've seen it more recently than I have. I remember him, like, popping out in the rose bushes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something similar happens. Anywho, we're in Mark's room, and... This is a really cool part of the movie. Also, that bathroom is fucking massive. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Most likely a set. Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% it is. Yeah, have you seen my bathroom? They ain't filming a movie in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight quarters. Yeah. So, this is a good little dream sequence. Yeah. Got some typo negative playing. Good fucking band, by the way. Hmm. Underrated. Underrated? It's like if Dracula started a industrial metal band. Oh. Okay. I've heard typo negative. I've heard typo. It's been a long time since I've... Yeah, Peter Steele died in like 2011, I think. So are they the done? The singer? Are they, are yeah. they done? Okay. Peter Steele was typo negative. Oh, uh, kind of like Trent Reznor was Nine Inch Nails, or was it a little bit different yeah, than that? He was just such an iconic singer. Okay. And presence. He's like fucking 6'8". Oh, shit. Yeah, he built like a brick shit house. Oh, okay. Sounds like Dracula. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Peter Steele. Check him out. So, typo negative's playing... 
And he sees his brother in the bathtub. Who's the bully from A Christmas Story. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And this would have been so much better. Like, this imagery was creepy. Like, seeing his dead brother in the bathtub. But it's Freddy. Explaining the movie again. Yeah. He's like, ah. I, I kind of like how he portrayed his... his imitation of Freddy or, or impression of Freddy. Oh, yeah, I like how that was working. Nails, yeah, yeah, the actor nails it. Yeah, and I thought that was... I think he's wearing, like, yellow contact lenses, too. Um, but, again, he is just kind of explaining everything yeah, we already know. It's what he says. It's like, yeah. oh, Jason's out there killing for me so I can get stronger. It's like, yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. We got it. Even Mark kind of knows. Yeah, Mark's like, yeah, we've heard this. We talked about it in the van. I gave, <laughs> I gave some sweet daps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I bet Daff and that Freddy Griller were pretty epic. Best. <laughs> <laughs> well, Freddy sets his back on fire. That weird camera effect again. He gets up and starts running around. It's all yeah. shaky. And it says Freddy's back. Now I thought this whole scene was pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked it. For this. the most part. And also I thought because it's the only time Freddy really kills somebody. You see the little Literally. girl and 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 the you get the flashback with the mom. Yeah, this but is this is the only dream sequence where he kills somebody. Yeah, I like how you see the slash across his face, and he's like, he's keep, cool. and it's even creepier because he's kind of coherent at the time too. So he's talking to yeah, Lori and Mark. Yeah, and it's just like, did you know that actor? He was. Did you ever hear that movie? I think it's called Rampage. That Uwe Boll movie, Uwe Boll. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, the one where that guy just goes on a shooting rampage. None. Kills much yeah, people. Yeah. It's that guy. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I mean, not really. controversial movie. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, whew. This is, <laughs> it's about a guy going crazy and just, like, shooting a bunch of people. So, a little too real. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back at the station, the sheriff is still locking it down. Do it by the books. Mayor's on my ass. And Mayor's on my ass. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, the gang is all sitting around the table. And Stubbs shows well, the, up. The, yeah, because the cop's trying to say this looks like it's a Friday or Jason copycat killer from oh, Crystal yeah. Lake. He's like, you quit saying that. I'll lock your ass up and send you to Weston Hills. We know who's doing this. Yeah. Do it by the books, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm chief around yeah. these parts. I have one note for this entire movie. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I speak from my throat. Yeah. So the gang is sitting around the table. Stubbs shows up. And he Gibbs the Jason backstory because mm-hmm. you know this is Freddy versus Jason, and it looks like they're in Eric Foreman's basement in that '70s show. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they don't talk about Jason a lot in this movie. Like I said, it's a Nightmare on Elm Street movie featuring featuring Jason, featuring J Dog. <laughs> Exposition. Yeah, it's they're talking about well Freddy Krueger doing this, and then Monica or Lori is sitting on the couch by herself. And this is where you, what's that line that you love so oh, much, Phil? Oh boy, God! Freddy died by fire, Jason by water. How can we use that? Oh, yeah! Somebody wrote that. My Andrew Dice Clay. Boom! Oh, <laughs> you're unbelievable. Boom! This movie went through how many scripts? They spent over six million dollars on just scripts. Before this movie even got into production, feel. I'm gonna say it one more time. Freddy died by fire, Jason by water. How can we use that? Just one sentence. Boat. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're unbelievable. Boat. All right. Oh man. Hey, fun fact. Two out of the five characters here around this table are rocking the long sleeve undershirt. 
God, that's a strong look, man. Yo. I used to kill that look back in the day. 2003. I even had some long sleeve shirts that were just sewn into the sleeves to make it look like I was wearing two shirts, but it was really just one. That's a pro move. Oh, my God. You're, <laughs> you're under that long sleeve shirt underneath your Hurley shirt. Is, is that so sexy? Oh, is, is that a thermal undershirt you're wearing right now? <laughs> it feels like waffles, tiny waffles. <laughs> oh, man. So this is Lori's nightmare, and her dad... Well, Freddie tries to kiss her. Well, and they're coming up with ways they have to get sacrifice a virgin. Oh, yeah. And then Kia's like, why would he fuck you when he can fuck me? Yeah. And I was like, stop it, guys. Uh, it's like, oh, that's messed up. It's, it's messed <laughs> up. <laughs> this is how somebody starts Columbine shit. <laughs> so Lori pulls Freddie's ear off. That old gag. Wakes her up and... And oh then it turns God. into shitty CGI maggots for a second. Yeah, pulled her, pulled his ear into the dream. Did they do that in every Nightmare on Elm Street movie? They're like, oh, look, so you they can did it in the pull first him one. out of the dream. They did it in the first one. He comes out by himself in the second one. The second one's got some weird rules to it. Oh, The third yeah. one, no, they don't do it. They go in the dream world to kill Freddy in the third one. In the fourth one, she goes to, I forgot how they kill him in the fourth one. The fifth one, she kills him in a church. Okay. Freddy versus dead. She kills him by a glove and Freddy. blows him up with a. Or, sorry, Freddy's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember yeah, everything you, and speak you. it as I think it. Yeah, um, I'm no common. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so they do it in most movies. Yeah, not in all of them. You're not gonna be starting any slam poetry anytime soon. <laughs> I'm thinking as I'm seeing. I'm thinking of Freddy Krueger. How he gets brought out of the dream world. My dreams, your dreams. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Jason Schwartzman Rushmore is no more. Okay. Oh my god, this is the best thing we've ever is done. Is there anything cringier than slam poetry? Dude, I think I would I would evaporate if I went to a slam poetry contest. I'd be like, I can't take it. I, I, I was like, oh god, all the just Oh my god, stop. Oh Please god. stop it. Please stop this. Yes. Can you take my 32 ounces of coffee away from me right now? <laughs> All right. So she pulls her, pulls Freddy's ear out of the dream. All right. Yeah. Cool. And somebody's like, how is that possible? No, the cop is like, how is that possible? Anything is possible, man. You just, you don't get it. I smoke weed. Okay. You start, stop thinking outside your little, your little box of yeah. reality, man. Expand your mind. I got some things you should read. Yeah. Yeah, I got some stuff you should read. <laughs> so, Linderberg, Linderman, <laughs> Linderberg, Linderman starts looking up Hypnosil on the internet because, you know, he's the geek character. Yeah. They're like, hey, which person should know how to read? Make it the geek. So, who knows how to go to a Google bar? <laughs> yeah. Well, they break into Weston Hills and Jason. Shows up. You see him standing outside does, for a second. Is, why does he just show up at Weston Hills? Jason, I don't know. This is, you know, really just teleports in Manhattan. Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of go- that going on in this one. I like Manhattan better than this. Really? Yes, because Jason Takes Manhattan is, uh, is a beer and pizza, have a good time kind of movie. Okay, yeah. It's like, yeah, let's watch this. We're going to watch Jason kill some people. It's fucking dumb. I mean, we know but this is like, we can feel our IQs go down a little bit, but uh-huh. it's fun. This movie is insulting my intelligence <laughs> by having somebody explain the plot every two fucking seconds. Yeah. There's nobody in Jason Takes Manhattan going like, 
You see, we're trying to get the boat to New York, but Jason's going to kill people. I mean, it's supposed to be a cruise, but it's clearly a shipment liner. Yeah. Well, Jason, uh, not Jason Muse. He's like, let's take a little jaybreak because, you know, he's a stoner. That's his thing. This is the most one of the most insane parts of the movie. I was like, you're just smoking weed right now? Is there anything more annoying than the guy that his personality is weed? That's yeah, that's God. It's so awful. Hey dude, I smoke weed. Cool. You wanna smoke some weed? <laughs> I got some of that purple kush. It's like, alright. Bye. <laughs> See ya. His room's got nothing like tie-dye uh, flags yeah, everywhere. Bob Marley posters and shit. <laughs> Is this a personality? I don't know. I'll just check yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I'm the weed guy. What do your parents think of you, huh? <laughs> They're actually attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason has arrived. He's knocking on the door. And he knocks it down. Will and Lori find the room of people in a coma. And this is convenient. Will says... It says they were given too much hypnosil. It says your dad's name is on the charts. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, f- now we got the Freddy Pillar smoke scene. The very infamous Freddy Pillar. Boy. That CGI does not hold up. Mm, no, it doesn't. I, it looks like this, the Freddy snake in part three looks better than this. And that's all practical effects. Yeah. All, I mean, and it's shot because it's shot in backwards and reverse because she's crawling out of it. So, I mean, you know. Everything about this scene is so stupid. Yeah. The little guitar. That sounds like, you know, like when you're watching a commercial when everything's blue and everybody's bored and all of a sudden like a. Kool-Aid comes in, everybody thinks it turns a bite bribery. That's like the music they play before everybody goes crazy. It's like, Kool-Aid. And then the Kool-Aid man comes in. Hey, kids, you want to grab some Sugar Rush and play ball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what that music sounds well, it's like. Why did Ronnie U put this in here? It's like, hey, let's have a funny, let's appeal to the stoner crowd and have a little comedy. I'm like, you it's don't like, have to appeal to them. Fuckers. This is Freddy versus Jason. They're going to watch this. Yeah. The Freddy pillar crawls into his mouth and Jay is not Jay. Uh, Freeberg, Freeberg is possessed. And he pours a hypnosil down the drain. Has he ever possessed? Any? He's never really po- I mean, in part two, he does a little bit with, mm. but other than part two, he's never really possessed anybody. Possessed anybody in reality. And then, yeah, walked around in reality. And again, like part two does some kind of stuff kind of like that, but yeah. again, that one plays by its own rules. He really never really does this. Yeah, it's true. Although well, we have to give it to this is one of the better kills in the movie, <clears throat> Freeberg and Jason. Yeah. So Jason busts through the door and slices into the control panel thing. And he electrocutes the cop. Electrocutes Stubbs. Kills Stubbs. Yeah. The gang runs out, but Freddy... Is standing in the hallway now, Freeberg, and he pulls a Tommy Doyle in Halloween Six. I thought like, that's coming. Okay, <laughs> now that's red instead of green. Okay, but it was kind of funny. Like, come on, Freeberg, we gotta go. He's like, I got this, bitch. Yeah, should have called uh, Paul Rudd up. Be like, hey, you got your pipe? Oh, <laughs> time to whoop some ass. No, I got my magic stones actually. <laughs> Michael, he's yours. <laughs> <laughs> that weird laugh he does. Oh yeah. Mummy, mummy, mama. Oh boy. So now Jason is sleeping. Freeberg's cut in half. And his mama is chewing him out. 
Uncle Freddy shows up, and this is our first fight between Freddy and Jason. Oh yeah, it is, and it's pretty pretty good. Freddy takes over, obviously, because in the dream world, it would just make sense. Oh, I loved it in 2003. Oh, yeah. Watching it as a grown-ass adult today, I'm like, all right. Did you love the tilt line? Mm-hmm. Boy, did I ever. The <laughs> pinball sound effects? Oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> I love it. And then he, he uses the force to smash the thing on there. Yeah, it's stupid schlock. Yeah. But, albeit... A little bit entertaining. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, at this point, what like would said, you expect from a Freddy versus Jason movie? You know? Fast and the Furious. Exactly. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you dumb fuck. You ready to be entertained? Here you go. <laughs> I don't want to hear anybody, any of you talk about some similar Oscar bullshit. This is, yeah. The title is called Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> yeah. And the trailer, it says, place your fucking bets. <clears throat> I don't want to hear any of that critical bullshit. That's right, Jason. Well, Jason, he's scared of the water. Okay, this is what annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Remember when he swims up to the boat in a... Oh, yeah. Remember numerous times throughout the series where he's like, yeah, I love water. Yeah, it's what I do. <laughs> kind of what I do. Kind of what I do. It's kind of the origin of my whole story. So apparently, I was the screenwriters were talking about that. So in their last draft, before they were doing some rewrites for it, which... David S. Goyer did rewrites for it, and that yeah. guy. He was afraid of drowning. He wasn't afraid of water, from what they were saying. Okay. And this got played up a lot in the rewrites and during filming, him being afraid of water and right. being afraid of fire. Huh. Yeah, so that's the reason for that, then? Yeah, that's that's yeah. the... Well, all the while, the gang has Jason tied up in the back of the shagging wagon. <laughs> so, Okay. I had to go back and rewatch this uh, part to make sure I was getting this a few times. Okay. So, Will says, why go all the way to Crystal Lake? Lori says, best case scenario, Jason wins and he'll already be home so he won't follow us anymore. And if Freddy wins, at least Jason has home field advantage. First off, what? Yeah. Second, how do you know this? <laughs> And next thing, you didn't answer her his question. No, it was it's, like wait. I was like, I was, and I was and like, and if Freddie wins, at least Jason has home field advantage. That's not an answer. No, I don't. It was. I guess her being like, a, "Well, Freddie lives. We fucked. We're fucked." I guess that's kind of what she was trying to say. But also, in the, apparently in their script, if Jason wins, he'll already be home, so he won't follow us anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a like a turtle who's going back to his shell to hide out for until the next teenagers come. <sighs> yeah. It is the most insane, insane trash. Yeah, it's like, but sure, continue. <laughs> well, either way, Jason is now a crying baby. <laughs> and Freddy sticks his finger into his temple. And you go inside his dream inside a dream, so there's a little inception action going here. Yeah, I gotta say, visually, I like the imagery here. Yeah. The Jason Dream World stuff where he's like dragging the girl's body behind him. Yeah. It looks cool, at least. Yeah. It's, it's a little silly. Yes, yeah. it is. And then he goes in the, the his water closet. <laughs> yeah, his water closet. And he throws more dead teenagers into his water closet. and Yeah, sure. Why not? Meanwhile, in the real world... 
Yeah, Linderman's shooting them up with uh, Thorazine. They are almost at Crystal Lake. Yeah, because Ohio, New Jersey. Yeah, Linderman's like shooting up Jason with Thorazine to keep him asleep. And Lori's plan is she's going to take some Thorazine? Yes. To fall asleep next to Jason. Mm-hmm. So she can to... go inside Jason's dream. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure pull... how that works. Yeah, and... hey, Inception. Yeah. Hey, Freddy versus Jason, title movie. Yeah. And... <laughs> and... Pull Freddy out with a alarm she said on, on her. That's right. A la Night Run on Street 1. Same premise. Sweet. And she sees all the things going on. She sees the flashbacks of Jason. That's right. Kids are picking on Jason. Throw a burlap sack over his head. We're back in the, yeah, tater sack Jason. Oh, yeah. Throwback. Mm-hmm. So we're back at Crystal Lake. Freddy is a counselor. And this might be the most egregious stupid fucking moment in this movie, Jason. <laughs> so oh. she walks up to the counselors doing it. Yeah, as you she says, are you going to help them? You mean you're not coming? It's not my fault this bitch is dead on her feet. <laughs> Just the way she said that, you mean you're not coming? Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. that, it's that fast motion, slow motion thing that was popular in like Buster yes. Rhymes music videos. Yeah, it's the same effect I was talking about. Yeah. It's everywhere in the stream. Series. Yeah. I have in all caps here, dumbest moment, question mark. Yeah, and... He just think it's like it's top whole, three. Yeah, it's 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 awful. And at what point? Okay, so he's a child killer, child molester, probably. Uh huh. Now he's a necrophile. Yeah. At what point do you become a necrophile? I don't know. Because she was alive at first. I can't tell you that. Yeah. Like if somebody has a heart attack during, does that make you a necrophile? Oh, that's a kind of morbid, interesting <laughs> question there, Jason. Somebody should uh, answer that for us. <laughs> yeah. So Lori reaches out to save the drowning kid. This part's funny. <laughs> so the kid sticks his hand out. And she says, Jason! Jason Morris! <laughs> oh, fuck this movie. Yeah, it's pretty How bad. How she know? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, she wouldn't know that he's deformed like that. Jason Voorhees! Oh, God. Well, Jason is drowning in real life. It's like he's drowning or something. Now, Jason... I may have a new favorite line in this movie. It was Freddy Die by Fire, Jason by Water. How yeah. can we use that? Exactly. Yeah. For that's been reigning champ for a long time. That has. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. But this might be my favorite. You know, Linderman's like, Kia, I would do it, but I've had asthma since I was six. And then Will turns around and says, Kia, he has asthma. <laughs> All day yesterday I was walking around just saying, Kia, he has asthma. Kia, he has asthma. Did Kia- I have- has, That's going to be my new password for stuff. <laughs> Kia, he has asthma 420. So if you want to break into the Instagram page of the Spook House podcast, yeah. it's going to be Kia, he has asthma. 69. Yeah. yeah. All the S's are going to be dollar signs. That's right. Oh boy. Kia, he has asthma. Kia, he has asthma. Great line. But Jason wakes up. And he shoots up. And oh, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> wakes up with a vengeance. <laughs> Like he forgot to set his alarm and he woke up. And he just oh, kind of yeah. realized he's like, he's oh, late no, for it's work. 7.55, I got to be working five minutes. Oh, God, is there anything worse than that? That's pretty awful, yeah. Yeah. Freddy jumps out of the lake. I got to say, this is, uh, I remember seeing that little image on the trailers and stuff. It's pretty cool imagery. Yeah, this is a really good Everything's shot. Everything's lit in red. Yeah, he looks like a demon for the first time. Which is, yeah, it, Demon Freddy. Yeah, it's the first time you cool. really see anything. New Nightmare, and you kind of get new new makeup. But this is the first yeah. time he's something that's other than just a burn victim kind of thing. It's really cool. Yeah. His eyes are red. 
hey, Jason, who's that doing that stunt work jumping out of the lake? That would be WWF's own Rey Mysterio Jr. That's right. Cruiserweight champion of the world. <laughs> Intercontinental a, champion of the world. Is that a fact? Yeah. All right. What was it, Hurricanrana? Remember that thing you do with his legs? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the gang arrives at the Lake of Crystals while Lori dreams off. <laughs> Lori's still having a nightmare about her mama or some shit. And yeah, and she like she wakes up kind of and he goes to back to fourteen twenty eight AM and then it's revealed that it wasn't her dad that killed her mom. Mm. It was Freddie. And that's uh that's shoehorning something in that doesn't need to be there. And the crowd goes mild. I didn't even, not even mild, I go, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I say. That's whatever something like that happens in the movie, I will say, especially I'm watching by myself. Like, it's like, oh, you. go fuck yourself. Go fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Jason breaks down the door. By God. <laughs> oh, this is when Freddy's like the first time tends to get a bit messy. Yeah, they turn him back into a, a creepy like, sort of pedophile. Yeah, you already like to fuck dead people. Like, oh uh, yeah. Oh, nice. So he's Ted Bunny when in your dreams. I guess so. Mm-hmm. But OMG, Ted Bunny's hot, Jason. Let me get a tattoo of candles. Those effigy candles. Let me get a tattoo of them. Seriously, a girl on Instagram was like, so like Ted Bunny hearts and stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> girl, you tripping. All right. So flipping. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jason. Lori pulls Freddy out of the dream. And he's like, oh my gosh, this has never happens to me, I promise. Like, no, it's happened to you like six times. Yeah. You should kind of know that's what's going to happen. Your one weakness is somebody touching you when they wake up. And by <laughs> God, it's a fiery showdown. <laughs> Jason Voorhees will walk through hellfire and brimstone to get to Freddy. It's like the soundtrack from Halloween 6 when everything goes to crazy. It's like, <laughs> drop detuning guitars. Brown, <laughs> Hey, man, why you got to bring that to this? <laughs> no, like, this music is just shitty, generic new metal. Yeah. Which I don't get, because they had some choice cuts to pull from the soundtrack. Should, was it Spit? Was that the Slipknot song that was on here? Uh, I forgot. I mean, it was, like, one of their old songs. Snap, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's not a great song. It's not it's Spit. Like, no. Spit. Nope. It out. That's not the one, Jason. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, man. It's so, Frail Limb Nursery, isn't it? Yes, Jason. So, <laughs> I appreciate you knowing that. So, Jason Wax Linderman. And, uh, well, no, the first uh, Kia runs up when we start slapping Jason for oh, whatever reason. Oh, yeah. And Kia then Sorrento. Linderman takes a flag and he runs across the room like Washington going across the Delaware. Uh-huh. And he stabs him. And then Jason whacks him across and he gets hit by some sort of bracket bookshelf yeah, thing. Yeah, he like gets stabbed in the side. So Kia and Linderman run off, and Linderman dies. He just bleeds out. Sits by a tree. He's he like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'm just a scratch. Go. I gotta say, out of all the deaths, I think this was the one where I was like, I don't know, not Linderman. <laughs> he was a good guy. He was a good guy. He had a, a Vespa. Yeah. He knew how to Google things. Trash talk Kelly Rowland. Into kind of liking him, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's how that works. I'm surprised she didn't like make out with him first and then run off. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? So Freddie catches up to Laurie, calls her a bitch again. By the way, six times in this movie he says bitch. He says bitch six times? Yes. It's like, we get it. 
Oh, man. So Kia Sorrento has uh, some choice words for Freddy. This Freddy's is one of the more infamous parts of the entire movie. How sweet. Dark meat. So now he's child killer, child murderer, necrophile. Uh-huh. Racist. Maybe. Eh, maybe racist. It was a callback to part four. He says, how sweet, fresh meat. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So, sure. Add it to the list. Whatever. (laughs) Don't worry. Kia evens it out pretty quick. (laughs) She she, she, she says, I'll see that and I'll raise it. (laughs) I'll raise (laughs) you. Oh, man. So, she says, hey, Jason, you can take the bulletproof vest off. Okay. I'll take the bullets on this. Okay. Gotcha. She says, and I quote, what kind of faggot runs around in a Christmas sweater? Like, first off, how dare you, Kelly Rowland? <laughs> Second, what do you got against Christmas sweaters? Christmas sweaters are awesome. They're comfy. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Nothing against a sweatshirt. Yeah. Even, you know what? I remember even when we saw this in 2003, I was like, huh, that's a bit jarring. That's a little mean. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even by that point, most people were like, I mean, should probably not. Yeah, like that everybody had seen all the backlash from the Eminem albums at this point. Yeah, you know, I remember like you know, growing up as you do, you just hear that word. It doesn't mean it's not associated with gay. Yeah, or anything. It's just, it's just yeah. a insult word. You don't know what the fuck it means. Yeah, but by the time you're like 14, you're like, oh, I should probably not say everything or everybody is is, <laughs> yeah. is, is, is that. Well, hey, it made its way into a major motion picture. Yeah. Freddy Krueger got called a faggot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so I Jason, give me some backstory here. So originally it was written to be like she was talking to Jason. Yeah, okay. And she was saying like uh basically doing the, the first speech from Nightmare One where like I take back all my energy that I gave you, you're not scary, I don't find you scary, you're not you're real. Shit. Yeah. You're nothing. So she's giving that kind of speech. Yeah. And then Freddy was gonna pop up behind her and say, Wrong one, bitch, and then kill her like that. So by the time it got to shooting, that had been rewritten to be like it is on the film. Uh-huh. So they did not write the fresh or the uh, dark meat slash faggot scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the the screenwriters were upset about this. Oh yeah, because they're forever associated with calling Freddy Krueger a faggot. Yeah. So who decided like, hey, let's roll with this? I don't know. Maybe it was David S. Goyer who did some rewrites for it, or maybe Ronnie U did it. So they didn't say who did it. They just said it was rewritten to be like this. Maybe Kelly Rowland was like, hey, I'll freestyle here. I need to be a little dark. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> yeah. You're not even scary. You're not even scary. And what's with the butter knives, Freddy? I mean, I mean Jason. You... Oh, yeah. And she says he's got a little dick on top of uh, being. First off, she gets that twisted around. She's yeah. like. She doesn't understand the euphemism. No, she's like Jason's got this big machete, and you got these tiny little fingers. Are you trying to compensate for something? So it works the other way. Exactly. You don't see guys with little dicks have little. So it's not funny. Yeah, and it's stupid. Exactly. And I have never wanted a character to die so badly. Well, guess what, Jason? What happens? That happens. Mm -hmm. Jason whacks her with the machete. Does he? It's a machete. He hits her like in the. In the the torso area, they do that uh, China action flick fly yeah. thirty feet across the fucking, and, and it doesn't make sense because he does the exact same thing to Freeberg, and he just chops in half. So I always thought he hit her with like the blunt end of the machete or something, or like. But the even still, wouldn't that like? I feel like I, I would probably. Know. Well, she's dead. Thank God. And we see her almost explode. God, let me tell you something, Jason. That is messed up. It's messed up. <laughs> 
She's the worst part of this movie. She I was think. pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. Well, Lori has had enough. <laughs> she's sick of running. She's, she's been running all her life, but now she's going to turn and fight. Cool. <laughs> so Freddie and Jason, they're having a slobber knocker for the ages, and Freddie mends the torpedoes, and that little scene. Giant there. CO2 cartridges yeah shooting him off and then all of a sudden he just appears at the uh oh yeah he's like hey asshole up here all right suck brick kid <laughs> <laughs> well jason's getting molly by freddy <laughs> he's really getting his ass whooped here yeah he is um and then they're launched onto the deck they get hit by that big mm-hmm. thing now jason is slicing freddy Freddy cuts his fingers off with the, the butter knives. Guess what, Jason? By God, it's an inferno match. Oh, Lori's got the flaming logs. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason loses some digits here. And this is when Freddy stabs Jason right in the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. It's looking like Freddy's about to win. Yeah, I remember in the theaters when that happened, everybody was like, almost felt bad for Jason. Yeah, they make him the sympathetic character in this one. Yeah. He's and just a I was, puppet. I was, I was rooting for Jason, too. I was like, oh, man. Side note, I like the Friday the 13th series way better. Than I, was, I, I figured just, you were. That's just me. Yeah. You know. You're I a got, meat and potatoes guy. I'm I, got, a, uh, I got love for both. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hey, Jason, what does Lori say? Welcome to my world. Oh, no, no, no. no. Go to hell. Yes. That's right, because she's got the fire. She, and she says, Freddy, go to hell. <laughs> I was like, God, oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. it. She said the thing that drives me crazy. Can somebody I... make a like a YouTube compilation of all the go to hells in horror mo- or just movies in general? Every time somebody says go to hell, I want to yeah. see it. <laughs> Send it to me. Well, Jason rips Freddy's arm off. Stop the damn match. <laughs> My God, somebody stop the damn match. <laughs> that man's got a family. There's a, a loud explosion. Kaboom. Apparently that explosion was like a lot bigger than it was supposed to be. Like people were like inches away from like getting hit by shrapnel and stuff. Well, yeah, Freddy and Jason get launched into the lake. And apparently these stuntmen here, they won some sort of award for this. Yeah. Like uh this and the uh, the other fire scene that I was talking about, the rave yeah. scene. They were they is there's good stunt work in this movie. I mean, the script mm-hmm. is hot garbage, but Yeah. It was written with a crayon by a six-year-old. <laughs> so, Fast and the Furious, Crystal Lake Boogaloo. It's got it all, baby. Yeah. Freddy walks up with the machete. Jason stabs him with his own glove. I like how Jason just does a little reverse swan dive into the lake. He just pops up long enough to stab him. He's like, I must be going. <laughs> and this is where Lori says... Freddy, welcome to my nightmare, bitch. Or no, welcome to my world, bitch. Yep. It's like, oh, she said it. Unbelievable. Oh. Oh. She cuts his uh, head off with the machete. Big blood spurt, which is cool. Yeah. Then she tosses Jason's machete into the lake. Because game recognizes game. Pours out a 40. Yeah. And walks off. Mm Mm-hmm. He came recognize this game. Yeah, what was that about? Just out of respect. You know, like uh, sometimes you watch football games. I'm and surprised she didn't like pat her chest and like kiss a peace sign and yeah. like, point up to the sky. You're like, like after football games, sometimes they'll like exchange jerseys after the game. Yeah, for a like, good game. That's kind of like how it was. Like Sammy Sosa or some shit. 
So the last scene, Jason walking out of the lake. Different stuntman, by the way. Idiot. Different person playing yeah. Jason. Yeah, so you see Jason, and he's got his machete in one hand and Freddy's severed head in the other. And you're thinking to yourself, Jason, wait a second. Mm-hmm. It appears Jason has won, but, but, wink, wink, at the camera. And the audience lost their fucking minds. Uh, I do remember, remember that? that. And you get the, the Nightmare on Elm Street theme. Yeah. In the movie. How did this movie not get a sequel? It made it was the highest grossing one of, out of all of them. I can't believe it didn't. I don't. And now you can see the comic, which is Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. Apparently there were some some talks about making that movie. Uh huh. But it just never because I mean they don't own the rights to Ash, so they can never really get on the same page with that as far as that kind of thing. Yeah. But how did this never get a sequel? I mean, it was I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it made bank. I mean, people oh, were, yeah. I would have gone see Freddy versus <clears throat> Jason too. Yeah, if one had came out like two years later, it would have been bigger. Probably, Pro- yeah. probably. Yeah. I don't know, but... And the soundtrack would have been metalcore bands from Orange County. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad at that. <clears throat> yeah, well, hey, apparently we loved it enough to want to sneak in to the movie theater to see it twice. <laughs> Nearly get arrested for it. Oh, yeah. The things we do for, for our movie franchises. Yeah. So, Jason, what do you give this on a 10-point scale? Five and a half, maybe six. Because, now it's not a good movie, but it, it's Freddy versus Jason. You get mm-hmm. Freddy versus Jason. That's right. You know, and for it to have taken 10 years for this movie to come out, you think maybe they had a better idea? Yeah. But it's... I guess the story, it's not... It's about as good as they could get. Yeah. Like, the kids don't remember Freddy, so Freddy sends Jason to kill, to, to get people, people scared, yeah. to give him his power. It's like... Okay. Yeah, and I, sure. I get the, sh- the the thing was like a hey, we don't need to go crazy with these movies because the only people want to see is Freddy fighting Jason. So let's just make this part. How do we get to these two people fighting each other? They really only have like two big battles. Yeah, but the, the last Which is fine. Fifteen I think... minutes is kind of that though. Yeah. Okay. So well, what would you give it? Um, I will go. I'll I'll go six. Yeah. Just because. I find myself, you know, every few years or so, I watch this. Yeah, because it's stupid. It's an easy watch. <laughs> yeah. It's entertaining. It, it 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 is entertaining. You're not gonna be bored. No, there's some decent death scenes. There's really no like a not a lot of padding to this movie. It doesn't feel like it's it's 97 minutes and it feels like you know you sat down. There's not like a like okay. Now there's a lot of exposition. Oh yeah, but there's nothing like it's not slow. I wouldn't call it slow at all. Yeah, who is the MVP of the movie? Slenderman. <laughs> really? <laughs> you just want to say Slender Man. I do just want to say Slender Man. Uh, I'll go with Mark. Yeah, I was about to say Mark's probably my favorite, too. I feel like he should have been the main character. Yeah, because his... Boom. Yeah. Instantly better. I know, because, yeah. But I, I, they probably wanted a final girl, because it's... Check it out. Have Mark and Will as the main characters. Uh-huh. Uh, Will could be dating the main Lori. girl yeah. and you could have that maybe have a couple of her friends but they're the main focus instead of Lori yeah make more kind of like a Tom uh, Tommy character from Friday the 13th series yeah instantly better uh, yeah I, I think, think that would have been a better route to go sure yeah because the whole get Kelly Rowland out just leave even the character it's not oh, even yeah. all her it's the characters a lot of the, uh, the issue yeah. too and she just she's not a good actress no, some least... people have it some don't <laughs> she doesn't. No. I'm sure she can sing fine. I've, yeah. I've, I've never heard her sing before. She's sold a lot more albums than I have. 
That's true. <laughs> She's a survivor. She's not going to give up. So, worst in the movie. Kelly Rowland? She's awful. Freeberg. Yeah, Freeberg can fuck off. Yeah. Gib is so forgettable, you know? Yeah. You know, they they didn't use Catherine Isabel to her potential. And they kind this. of made it a big deal because she's, you know, a scream queen, ginger yeah, snap. But she's, she's way better than this role. She's in like three scenes. She's in, she's and in the, she's like just kind of throwaway, slutty girl. Yeah, you know, but she's way better than that as an actress. Yeah, like watch American Mary or I've never seen that. Is that good? It's great up until like the last twenty minutes. Then it really started to lose me, and I was like, "Oh, it's shit. a Saska Sisters joint, right?" Yes, a joint. Yes, <laughs> it is. it's a good movie though. It's really solid. She's a good actress. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really shine here. Maybe if you could give some more Jason, because it does feel like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, even though he only kills one person. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you could give it some more of a, a Jason, because there's like no Jason Baxter other than he kills people at Crystal Lake. That's true. You know, maybe Freddy molested him at some point. That was one of the script, early molested scripts. Molested Jason? Yeah. There's one script where he is get on trial for court, at, at court. <laughs> I heard about that. Sounds Boy, fantastic, right? It's a movie I don't want to see. Adam Marcus's sound like shit. His pitch was awful, too. Whew. <laughs> I bet it was. You know who I thought was uh, a a miscast was Stubbs. They could have used a more adult, grounded figure here. He's just kind of there. I don't even think he's necessary for the movie at all. No, he's not. No, no, does he serve the plot at all, really? No. I, I mean, he's, he's like kind of the link between the cops and the kids. He's like, hey, you know. The cops are trying to cover it up, but I believe you, kids. But yeah. it doesn't really go anywhere. No, it, it, it's completely not needed. If, like, if, this, if he was cut from the movie, you would not be... I mean, Freddy gives you enough exposition of what's going on. You don't need that. Yeah, it's like he could have. they could have thrown a puka shell necklace and a billabong shirt <laughs> and just sent him into the hallways at the school. I mean, it's a scary just movie. Another kid. <laughs> he would have just been another kid. Yeah. And they could have replaced him with, uh, I don't know, some like middle-aged... Adult kind of figure, yeah, or maybe I'm trying to think if maybe somebody had survived, like Alice. If Alice could have been in the movie, uh, or yeah. maybe even Tommy, yeah, I don't know. He just kind of felt there, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Any other versus options that you know you would? Well, I personally, the... I fucking hate the idea yeah. of these kind of movies. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't a trend, yeah, dude. We could have. Crisis averted. Oh, there were so many things going around. There could have like been like eight different, like, oh, God, remember Michael Myers versus Pinhead? Wasn't there actually a script that it was actually written for that? I remember back in the day going on UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Sick site, by the way. still around. Really? Yeah. Like, what? That it's still around? Yeah, I didn't know it was still around. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Still looks exactly the same. Hasn't <laughs> changed a bit since Ooh. 2002, but it kind of works. Oh, okay. Anyways. UHM? Yeah. <laughs> No, that doesn't uh-huh. work. It doesn't work? No, UHM doesn't work. UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Anyways, yeah. I'm pretty sure back in the day, I, I remember seeing like Michael Myers versus Pinhead script floating around. Like, I feel like there was actually at least a, a solid treatment that Miramax had. There's got to be one out there somewhere. I don't know. I couldn't. Cause like, that's, but thank God that didn't happen. I couldn't imagine. Wow. 
what is what is, what is hell right like Michael Myers would just he would just put him up in chains and that's it. Yeah, between you and me, Jason, and everyone listening, uh, I'm not a big Hellraiser fan. Nobody is. They're not good. The first one, like the <laughs> no, first, oh no, <laughs> a lot of people like, like them. Like, and this is some, like two years ago. I went through the first eight. Yeah, I did that. I was even doing a podcast. I was like, okay, let's go through. I went. Through, oh, really? Like the first eight, and like the uh-huh. first one's okay. It's you know, it's very of its time. It's a lot different than what's going around. The second one's okay, and the third one is weird. Yeah, and then after that, when it's like, wow, this gets really bad, and they progressively get worse and worse. They filmed the third one in Wilmington. Really? Yep. Takes place in New York. Hey, there you go. So <laughs> did Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I've just never been a huge fan of those. And I mean, of course, I know a lot of play- people through Leprechaun versus Chucky. Yeah. I don't think there's any versus movies I would want to see. No. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing was I call it Alien versus Predator, and of course, Underworld's kind of a werewolves versus vampires series. And the mm-hmm. first one, I'll stand by the first one. The first one's a lot of fun. What the Alien re- versus Predator? The Underworld. Oh, okay. I don't remember it. Okay, but the rest of them are not good. Gotcha. Well, Jason, anything else on Freddy versus Jason? You know, I do have to say, I, 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 I will always have a soft spot for this movie in a way. Uh, me too. Because this is one of the only Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th movies where I saw the trailers, I was hyped for it. Oh, yeah. Went to see it in theaters. I loved it when I saw it in theaters. Like, I remember, like, Googling stuff about it and, like, looking in the I remember we yeah. Googled stuff about it. We were, like, looking, like, oh, God, what's going to happen? We've oh, been so my excited. God, I what's, would, what's going to happen? And we would talk about it at school and stuff. Like, yeah. I've got a lot of soft feelings for this movie, even though it's just not, like, watching it now, it's like, this did not age well. Yeah. It's like a, just a gallon of stupid juice. <laughs> just a big old, that's what I had for- there's a page in my notebook here. Apparently, last night at like 2 a.m. before I drifted off, I was like, I just wrote gallon of stupid. Juice. I was like, hang on to that. Remember this. Yeah. So that's kind of what this movie's like. Yeah. It's with a, a couple of biscuits and all the sides. It's like a tailgate special of stupid. <laughs> it's got all the fixings. But fun stupid. But fun stupid. It's like your buddy you see like maybe once every year or two. And you're like, oh, let's go out and hang with him. It's a good time. And then you get down. I was like, that was a lot of fun. But I remember why I don't hang out with him a whole lot. You know? Your buddy Moose is coming to town. You got to go out and go crazy. That's Freddy versus Jason. Moose? Yeah, your buddy Moose is coming to town. Moose is in the house. <laughs> oh, man. Watch the Fanatic. Good movie. <laughs> oh, God. I freaking... Yeah, Moose is in Moose the house. Is in... All right, Jason. Well, I guess we're starting to ramble. So yeah. we should get on out of here. All right. But, uh,. Yeah. So what are we doing next month, though, before we get out? Oh, next month we're doing Vampire Month. And we're doing Fright Night next week? We could. You want to do the first one? Or you want to do... Sure. Okay. Fright Night, original, OG, next yeah. week. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. And we'll first announce... time I'm hearing yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll announce the others, but we're doing um, Lost Boys. Probably from Dust Till Dawn's when we kicked around a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. We're not. We have. Well, this is a tentative. Yeah. Booking. Yeah. We'll let you know. There's five Tuesdays next month. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Might just do a watch along. We there. might. Yeah. Throw them in there. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. So next week we're gonna be doing Fright Night. OG. Fright Night coming at you. All right. So until then, I'm Phil. 
I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House.